Kurt Angle. Oh, I remember. I loved Kurt Angle. Batista. Again. I loved To the Wrestling House Show. My name is Chris. And my name is Joey. And welcome to episode 123 of the Wrestling House Show. This is a special edition of the House Show. We're coming Ooh. at you roughly three weeks after Fastlane. We just did a cram session. I know I did. I think you probably did too, <laughs> as far as like catching up, because we are doing a preview of WrestleMania weekend. And further proof of how big it is to just do a WrestleMania preview. Yeah. I'm going to plug one other podcast. Chris Jericho is even doing a WrestleMania preview. Oh, really? And if you've been following him in the last few weeks, he has no cause, like, personally to yeah. want to do this, but he's still doing it that's because cool. he's still going to watch and he's still like, it's WrestleMania yeah. and these are a lot of my friends. So that's how big of a deal WrestleMania is. Yeah. WWE is, is, is treating him like the bastard stepchild, don't want anything to do with him guy right. now. Yet he is dedicating an entire episode of his podcast wow. this week to previewing and doing predictions for WrestleMania. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So we're copying Chris Jericho doing our own. Well, he invented everything. Yeah, so. that's true. Everything is copied from Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah, so, But the format this time is going to be, we're just going to look at all the matches that are coming up and kind of use that to talk about the previous few weeks since Fastlane and building up to it. Just give our thoughts, maybe some predictions here and there, yeah. things like that. Oh, we're definitely doing predictions. Yeah. And we're going to talk about every match for like the other two major cards that are going to yes. happen prior to WrestleMania. Yeah, because it makes sense that Jericho would still be talking about the weekend because he is involved with other things at this point. He's not going to be at what we're going to be talking about later, one sure. of those shows, but... Yeah. It's more than just WrestleMania. Well, don't We're, count him out yet. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he, yeah. he showed up at All In. He shows in. up everywhere. And I was one of the... I actually got fooled by the All In thing. About, oh, yeah. I, I know I'm a little bit, you know, yeah. but he got me. So, yeah. I, you know, you can't say that he won't be at, at least G1. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> where he wants. We're going to be talking about TakeOver... The G1 Supercard, as you just mentioned, and WrestleMania, talking about the matches, 
And of course, before we get started, just a reminder, you can catch all of our episodes of The Wrestling House Show on cnjradio.com, but let's just jump right into it. You want to get started with TakeOver right away? Well, actually, I wanted to talk about the big news this week. I mean, it okay. is news, not just wrestling fan bubble news. Yes. This is mainstream culture news, and you know how I know this, and you probably know the same thing. Yeah. Your co-worker's coming up to you going... Did you see the John yeah. Oliver thing? Yeah, a guy that, that I work with doesn't know wrestling from anything. He know it exists, and that's about it. And he's like, hey, so John Oliver said something about WWE. and So I watched it, and I watched it the day after. And so I, I got the whole, did you see it? And I yeah. was like, no. So I'm going on, I saw the headline. Yeah. <laughs> and I, honestly, my little defensive fanboy reaction, knee-jerk thing, was like, yeah. well, that's a dick move to pull on Mania Week. Right. <laughs> that's Immediate, yeah. And of course, the yeah. reason why they're putting it on the show is because they're going to be in the news regardless. Right. So it's a good piggyback source. That's where I came from originally. Yeah. So, And I'm sure there's a lot of fans that are keeping that stance, even having seen the piece. I sure. I, I don't understand those people, first of all. Yeah. I, I just cut right to the crash. I thought it was the most fair and balanced piece. And I can actually, I'm going to hijack that term from people that <laughs> right. aren't fair and balanced. But You've seen these pieces before in the past yeah. where they're talking about WWE and you know where they're coming from. Yeah. Right out of the gate, it's like, this crude stuff, but our kids are watching it. Yeah. And kids, and this is what we've had to deal with our whole lives as wrestling fans. Well, depending on you know how much you're going to latch your, your, your rope to the cart yeah, <laughs> as sure. a fan. Yeah. So if you put yourself out there and be that guy, then you're going to deal with it. We've been dealing with this for a long time, Chris. We've yeah. seen all those pieces yeah. back before Bill O'Reilly was on Fox and he was attacking WWE sure. during the uh, PTC era and all that jazz. Yeah. But and John Oliver, who's a modern humorist, uh, and I'm I'm a John Oliver fan. I've been a fan since The Daily Show. And uh uh, you know, different other things, good stand-up, you yeah. know, and you have to be kind of a fan of comedy politics to be a fan yeah. of that guy because that's what he does. Sure. Isn't it interesting that him and like a Jon Stewart who come from the same, you know, thing, mm. big wrestling fans. Yeah. Now, I don't know how big of a fan John Oliver really is, but he sold himself very well as a friend of the business. Yeah. Nobody else has done a piece quite like this. You know, honestly... Beyond the Mat, as much as I love it in certain aspects, Barry Bloom never really comes off as the biggest fan. And see, that's... I haven't really ever been a, a big fan of Beyond the Mat, and mm -hmm. you know this. I just like it for certain spots. Just because of its tone, I <laughs> sure. think. And yeah, maybe, sure. maybe watching it, because I watched it around the time when it came out, early 2000s, whenever... Yeah. In, in that we saw it in the theater. Was, yeah. And I haven't really watched it in probably like 15 years or more, sure. so my thoughts on it may change. Yeah. But it felt... Like you were talking about, most of these pieces are kind of hit pieces, and it's like, this is terrible, and if you buy into it, you should rethink what you're doing, and because you're supporting this stuff that's happening, and it's just the the worst of the worst, and that's what I remember in my head feeling like Beyond the Mat kind of felt like, yeah. but the, the John Oliver piece was different. Yeah, exactly, and it's not, oh, you're stupid for watching wrestling. Yeah. He actually compliments the modern wrestling yeah, fan. Yeah, he put and, over the fans and said that you, as a fan, you listening right now and us in this room, we have the power. And we do. And he gave examples of it. It wasn't just <laughs> trying to get people on his side. Yeah. He was looking at what happens in the ring and outside the ring and giving an 
actual factual example of how the fans can change things. I thought of something that he didn't even mention that would have been a really great uh, example for the fans changing something. Just the power that you have online and in the crowd was the Women's Battle Royal, which was initially going to be titled the Fabulous Moolah Battle Royal. Right, and yeah. And the fans went nuts. And, I remember that day. And it was like... I, I, I participated week, in this. <laughs> yeah, the next week they dropped the name and yeah. it was just the Women's Battle Royal. And Great. it's still the Women's Battle Royal. They haven't even tried to name it anything else. I think it was the Snickers Battle Royal last <laughs> right. week. Yeah, that it's going to be said. the like, Orange Vanilla Coke Battle Royal this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm never, I'm never going to drink that. It's good. Um, I like it. Is it? Yeah, oh, okay. I had orange Coke in Japan when I was there oh. like, all the time. It was really good. Okay. Lemon I'll... Coke? Lemon Coke's good. All right. Tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll try not to be a dick. This is Sakura see. season. I had the cherry blossom on oh. Pepsi. It was good. Oh, oh. all right. Well, Sorry. Right. Continue. No, no. I'm listening. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, so this episode's brought to you by that. Yes. And uh, so getting back to the John Oliver thing, uh, there's a quote that he said during his piece that I'm going to try to uh, implore to anybody that's out there that's listening that hasn't seen the piece. I want to put a quote from him on a shirt. It says, pro wrestling is better than anything you love or something yeah. to that. I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah. He like, this is one of the greatest things in pop culture history ever. Yeah. And so I, and he got like, I said all this to say this. Uh-huh. And I said all that to say this. He is 100% dead on and justified in doing this piece. Yeah. And, and not even, I'm not even mad at him anymore over the initial thing. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know if anybody that isn't a fan actually got it as much as people like us might do. I know I'm going to yeah. sound really snobby right here, but we've been talking about this on our show. Uh, whether the mic's turned on or off, yeah, we've talked about this a lot. I've talked about this with my wife. Mm. We want this for the talent. Yeah. And if, okay, let's say you didn't see the piece. He's calling for uh, these people to be covered as health yeah. insurance. And I know what you're going to say. Well, they already pay for the surgeries. This is true. And, John Oliver did bring that up in his piece. He yeah. didn't glom about it, mm-hmm. but he's like, they do that. Yeah. But, and it, when you see how he lays out all the things about why the contract says this and whatnot, it's stupid. Yeah. It's a dumb, it's a dumb contract. It is. It's, it's a workaround for yeah. the, the laws, basically. Yeah. yeah. And they can get away with it right now, but shit needs to be changed. Yeah. Uh, also, here's the other thing, and I've said this a lot, and I'll say it again. The man who tells it like it is. Jesse Ventura was right. Yeah. He's been right about a lot of things. Yeah in my personal opinion, and he was definitely right about this, and he should have got the shit unionized in the 80s. I blame Hulk Hogan. I blame him for a lot of things, and that's another thing on Hogan. He had, uh, Hogan told, apparently Hogan said, yeah, I'm down with it, and then when it came time to shit or get off the pot, he he, uh, pussied out on it. Yeah, because he didn't need to, because he was a superstar. He had lots of money. Yeah, exactly. So, there's that. So, yes, these people should be covered by health insurance. Yes, and also compensated for the surgeries because that happens on their watch. Yeah. This is There's no excuse. Those are business expenses. Like yeah. That's hazards yeah. hazards yeah. in the line of duty. And I guarantee you they get tax write-offs, yeah. uh, the company does, for those things. Yeah. And that's just the way it is. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Mandatory time off. Yeah. And here I have... So, well, yeah, but that sounds all nice. But, like, you know, what Lan- the, the late Lance Cade talked about mm-hmm. when they quoted him in the piece yeah. is... Guys are afraid to take time off because yeah, lots lose of people their spot. talked about that. Kurt Angle's talked about like even in his WWE documentary that they did on him, he's talking about working through his broken neck and mm-hmm. things like that. Oh, yeah. So every like yeah, that's that's a fact. That's not just a horror story. Like that's true to this day. Exactly. And here's here's my thing. And there's a little bit of a flaw to my solution here, but at the end of the day, this boils down to they've got good writers, and I'm going to go ahead and say they have good writers. Yes. Let's just 
go with that for right now. <laughs> right. And, and like I said, you know, and, and ask Jimmy Jacobs or yeah. ask all the guys that I can't do that. I'm not going to fight you on it. So, they don't always write well, but they have sure. good writers. Let's go with this. And let's go right into the bubble of 205. All okay, right. Chris? Okay. Okay, so they've had this awesome tournament two years in a row mm -hmm. to see who's going to go to WrestleMania to fight for the Cruiserweight title. This year is different. Why is it, Chris? Um, it was smaller, for one thing. There were only eight men. Okay, that's good. I like your stats. Okay. Were, it was for the number one contendership, I guess, and it wasn't for... Because it was vacant last year, I guess. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so you, see, you smell what I'm cooking here? So, uh, the current Cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy. Mm -hmm. Where has Buddy Murphy been for a month? In Australia, or not on TV wrestling. Exactly. Yeah. Now, does that work for you as a fan? Yeah. Exactly. Why? Because we're building towards a potentially awesome match yeah. on the pre-show at WrestleMania. Yeah. There's my joke. Okay, so this there's a way around this stuff. And I, yeah. I, I understand that not everybody's going to be in that certain slot. But here's the other thing. Buddy Murphy isn't on a very high totem pole in WWE no. at, at, at overall. He might be the Cruiserweight champion, yeah. but it's for a show that the company doesn't care about. Yeah. And until they convince me otherwise, they don't care about that show. So they gave Buddy Murphy a month off to go hang out in Australia uh, and just like, you're the champ, go home. So they don't tell anybody else that. And that's the thing. You get into any kind of level of importance, you can ride around it. Yeah. And they're doing it right there. This is the simplest thing right here. And you can play around with this and be really creative. Injury storylines, all that stuff that makes pro wrestling work. You can give these people, I'm not saying give them three months off in a row, yeah. but if they got a month off three times a year, yeah. Even just, you know, you don't have to, like, do a story for it every time. Right. But figure out a way to keep them in the conversation. As simple as just running a vignette. And they're they're doing it, honestly. They are yeah. doing it here and there. Yeah. Uh, the they're, they're, I think they are finally going to experiment yeah, with Yeah, the Becky Lynch uh, leg injury angle. Yeah. She hasn't wrestled since, uh, I mean, Royal I guess Rumble, the fast right? lane match. Well, yeah, but, but that, that doesn't count. count. <laughs> so, yeah, the match with Asuka, I think, was the last mm -hmm. match she had prior to, like, this past week with the beat the clock thing. But that, well, those that, weren't matches either. Those were, those were yeah. scrimmages at yeah. best. <laughs> uh, Ronda Rousey's matches don't last more than, like, a minute. Yeah. Um, Charlotte had one or two matches. So they're doing it. Shayna Baszler, when was the last time she wrestled a full match? Was that Mia Yim match? Maybe? Yeah. That's the other thing. Did you see the tale of tape for TakeOver? Hmm. Where they did the, the, the people that are going to be in the tag title match. Hmm. So they have Ricochet and Black versus oh, the War yeah, Raiders. See that. And it's got their record at the bottom. Yeah. It's like 9-2 and two for yeah, Black yeah, and Ricochet. they've only been teaming for like how long? Yeah, a few, few weeks. Yeah. Uh, let's say a month. Since War the, Raiders. Yeah, since they got pulled up. Or the Dusty Classic and getting pulled up to the main roster. So that's 11 matches in about a, about a month. Yeah. War Raiders record, 7-0. and so, oh. Yeah. And they've been there forever. But yeah, and that's the thing, because I've noticed the War Raiders haven't been having matches since they've been the champ. Cedric Alexander didn't have many matches when he had champ. I made a point on the show a few months ago talking about it, because Buddy Murphy talked about Cedric Alexander. He's saying, like, you're the Brock Lesnar of the Cruiserweight division because you haven't wrestled. And I was like, yeah, he hasn't. So the solution is just to go back to a one-hour Raw and one-hour SmackDown yeah. for the first time ever. Because Raw used to be an hour when it started. Yeah, that's the other yeah, Well, like a two-hour Raw. I mean, because on SmackDown, sure. if they don't just jam everybody into these multi-man matches, they can do the same thing. Yeah. So all I'm saying at the end of the day is this is a very realistic thing that could yeah. happen. Mm -hmm. And the thing, I, I was really hoping that John Oliver would actually talk about AEW and some of the things they're doing with the all-inclusion thing. To, yeah. Equal pay. Yeah. Uh, so, and they could have been like, they could have also maybe forced the conversation yeah. during, during that piece saying, hey, 
maybe these guys that are worth like what eight times what the McMahons are worth yeah. into the eight billion dollar range or something like that where Vince fluctuates between being a billionaire and a multi-millionaire yeah. these people have the dough to change that conversation that's yeah. another reason why they're getting into the game in the first place yeah. second of all why wouldn't they just come out and say that right away yeah. maybe they're just like well, we want with this tornado of people coming at us we're going to hire the people we're going to hire that want to be in there maybe they'll do it later yeah. but i i can't imagine that they wouldn't do it especially after this yeah but i look for AEW actually to do it first and there'll really be no messing around after that yeah. i mean pub, I, i've said before to you personally chris i'm a big fan of public shaming when it reflects positivity yeah. this is a prime example of public shaming to create positivity yeah and uh, I'm all for it. I know you are. Yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> I'm looking forward to the unionized chance at WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh, that'd be that'd be yeah, amazing. Be so yeah. So watch the piece. Watch the piece, please. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll tweet it if you really need to get your hand held that bad. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll definitely post it probably before this. Well, maybe right when this episode goes out because sure. I'm gonna get it up pretty quickly. Hopefully before WrestleMania. But yeah, it's so. Last note on the piece, like he was pulling a lot of things from years past that don't necessarily apply anymore sure and the, um, the most modern piece that they pulled of footage was shane jumping off the hell in the cell yeah. cage from mania 32 everything else was over a decade old yeah and it, it felt it felt i'm just playing devil's advocate sure, sure. on the other side of it to, to kind of quash anything that people might say about it as, sure. as against it like him cheering for Shane falling off of stuff and Mick Foley going through a flaming table with his blood all over his face yeah. kind of feels odd when he's saying that these the wrestlers need to be taken care of. <laughs> that felt really weird to me. Yeah. Um, but his points were still good. Uh, some of the people that, yes, it's true, wrestlers do die younger than the rest of the population. Yeah. But he picked like Macho Man who died in a car wreck. Yeah. And that was not, that, that was disingenuous. Yeah. Uh, he, there's so many others he could have chosen. Yeah, that that part bothered me because they did that pretty early on. Yeah. And they talked about a handful of people that aren't with us anymore, but also a handful of people that came from a different era. Yeah. He did mention rather briefly after he brought up the big names, the yeah. big sexy names that have been in the news lately. Yeah. Uh, that it's it's getting better. Yeah. And it, and it is. Yeah. Uh, that's the thing is like some of these people had pre-existing conditions. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, also, I I think Bundy did. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I think he might have had some pre-existing conditions. No, I don't know. But at the same time, yeah, he comes from an era where those guys did die young. Yeah. I guarantee you that mortality rate is going to incline tremendously. Yeah. And this is just another way to do it. So, yeah. And I love that promo that he did at the end for those guys. <laughs> that was good, yeah. Going to bat for him like that. So. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Those are the only things that I could say, like, maybe should have been changed yeah. a little bit. Other than that, yeah, I thought it was great. Because the China thing didn't happen under Vince's watch. Yeah. Uh, Bunny didn't happen under Vince's watch. Macho Man didn't happen under Vince's watch. They A lot of them abused their bodies under Vince's yeah. watch, but yeah. that's a different narrative. Yeah. Uh, in some aspects. He mentioned Owen, too. And it's like, mm, yeah. Reckless. Thank maybe, God he didn't but, bring up Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. a, but that's a, you could yeah. do a half hour on Benoit. Yeah, and that would have been a good point. Yeah. So, who yeah. knows? Like, not perfect, but it's a good conversation starter. Sure. That was a good conversation starter for us for this yeah, show. And I'm ready to talk, uh, you know, that was positive and, and weird. But let's yeah. get into something that's always amazing and positive, which is TakeOver. Yes. We expect 
amazing like to have our minds blown at the takeover for wrestlemania yeah so, our our spirit animal going in is morrow at the table yeah like and yeah. just all those highlights you see of just morrow he's standing up and he can't control his body and he's yeah. screaming yeah. yeah that's what takeover is yeah going and that's what it has going for it in advance in our brains yeah. Yeah. and that's that's definitely a double-edged sword <laughs> it is yeah it's it's a lot to live up to but i think this show has the potential to live up to it if you want to just jump right in yeah let's i know that you asked me i don't we don't know the order of sure. the cards of <laughs> course so you asked me to put it in order that i would do it so i kind of roughly yeah. did it really quickly um i would open takeover with the tag team title match i think takeovers are always again? great opening with the tag titles yes again <laughs> they are forced to set yeah. the tone once again yes. the war raiders versus alistair black and ricochet yeah and you only have to hear one episode of this show in the past, at least recently, to be like hearing us glom about Alistair and Ricochet, yeah. future world champions, future yeah. Hall of Famers, all that. Yeah. I want the War Raiders to win. Yeah, me too. I mean, I haven't seen but the War Raiders do one squash job as tag champions, yeah. really, that I can recall. Yeah. I haven't like they've had like a match since they won the goddamn belt. So yeah. what, what the hell? Obviously, I know they work house shows and stuff, but they don't have a lot of those either. Right. But I miss my War Raiders, and I I don't think they should drop their titles in their first no, defense. They need to. They're too good. One yes, that needs to keep going on, and the War Raiders need to hold it for a while and rack up a few really big high profile title wins or title defenses i should say yeah. and ricochet and black as much as we love those guys i think they're both better as singles guys i don't know that they're going to be pushing them as singles guys yeah. in the foreseeable future but they also have a tag title match on wrestlemania and yeah, so if they walk in with gold and it'll, yeah. it'll look good for him that's, that's the for sure. only thing that i can think of to where they might put it on ricochet and black yeah. because if they walk up with the nxt tag titles into that match yeah. that's gonna do a lot and apparently the theme of wrestlemania is winner take all because that's what's yeah. happening in the women's match. Yeah. So maybe not the theme, but like a, a subplot. And so... Yeah. I'm not going to be pissed yeah. if they win. Yeah. But I just... I think that it's shortchanging some other people. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a great book overall if that's how they're going to go about it. I, I know... I'll talk later whether or not I hope to see them walk out with the SmackDown belts. Okay. But yeah, I just... I want this to be good. I need... Uh, War Raiders need a good look with some people that might not have yeah. even never seen them wrestle at this point. Yeah. You're going to get some... You got a lot of new subscribers every yeah. year for WrestleMania season. This is going to yeah. be their first takeover. And people so, in the town for that weekend and just say, hey, let's go see that. I've never watched NXT, but I'm here. Let's go watch it. Yeah. So... And, and I think yeah. that... Ricochet and Aleister Black, I know they're still NXT. They still have the NXT nameplates <laughs> yeah. on the main roster. As opposed to the cool ones that they normally use. Yeah, but <laughs> they're still, they don't feel like they're completely NXT anymore. Therefore, I don't really want to see them win the NXT tag titles. Yeah. And I hope they split them up with the the shakeup extension yeah. thing yeah. or what have you. So. And finally, like, solidify, because there's too many people on both shows at this point. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, there's that. Yeah, War Raiders for the win for me. And people will finally get to see this great tag team. Yeah. And the crowd really will help that with yeah. new new people watching. Like, wow, they really like these guys. They're yeah. chanting war a lot. It'll be a great match, great opener. And so, so like, the build-up to the match, I wanted the first round of the Dusty Classic, I wanted every team that lost, I wanted every, all of those teams to win. Yeah, me too. Like, every single one of them. I knew that Bartell and Eichner weren't going to win yeah. just because of who they were fighting, obviously. Yeah. 
But, and so I immediately just kind of relaxed and said, you know what? Next year is going to be their year. Yeah. And I truly believe that. Yeah. They'll they'll be real super red hot like six months into this year. Yeah. Mark my words. And that that's easy. All you have to do is watch them. Yeah. Uh, so I think they have more potential when Dusty Classic next year. Totally, yeah. I totally got that. But yeah, I was, I was kind of, this tournament did the same thing as it did last year. And yeah. I always look forward to it. And apparently I'm falling for it every time. Yeah, and this sucks. Insane, yeah. I'm a tag team guy and I'm underwhelmed by the tag team tournament. Yeah, because they're pushing different things. They have seem to have a different agenda for it. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, when are the Street Profits going to have their time? I don't like, know if they ever are. Yeah. Maybe they should just move them up. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm, I mean, it's not working. Heavy Machinery is getting matches, but they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're but... just leading up to the Caterpillar every match now. Well, yeah, I mean, people love the Caterpillar, and, yeah. you know, but eventually that will maybe lead to something for them. Yeah. I'm going to try to stay positive yeah, on them, but they're still new over there. I just I don't, don't, I don't think that anybody has been moved up this year is going to get any kind of decent yeah. uh, opportunity until the brand extension. For sure. Or until the the, the big Fox USA split. Yeah, it's WrestleMania season. Everything's put on hold yeah. during WrestleMania season. They don't have everybody figured out by uh, the fall. That's going to be real fun. They better yeah. get all their shit together next yeah. year. Well, yeah, because fall is now the start of WrestleMania season. Well, there's that. And apparently all AEW is going to have TV by the fall yeah. of this year. So if they're going to be putting out the same Raws they did that time last year, yeah. oh, they yeah. they really will have truly screwed the pooch. We should we should have like what was it November when they did the fresh start? Yeah, like late November, early December. So like in May, we need to like have a six month like look back and see what the fresh start, uh, whether it was really a fresh start or or not. That'll be after WrestleMania season after the shake up. Sure, you want to do that? Yeah, like, why I not? called it. That's, that's uh, an episode I'll, in May is going to be. I'll even, we'll even do it. I'll even do a special where we just go through the whole roster. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. See who should leave and who should stay and who's been, you know, who deserves better. I'm all for it. All right. So match two that I have on my version of the NXT card is the United Kingdom title match: Pete Dunne versus Walter. 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 Yeah, I'm going to say it like Nigel says it. Yeah, this is the best. Yeah. Uh, good God, I I love everything about this match. It's really neat, and that's where I really have to put forward. If you go and attend a WrestleMania week, go to every possible indie show. Yeah. Uh, whether or not you're getting dragged there by a friend, just go. Yeah. Because Chris was like, you should go to some of these other shows too. And I did, and I just like yeah. always have thanked him every single time. I'll publicly thank you on the air, Chris. I, if I hadn't listened to you, I would not have been aware of Walter prior to this. Yeah, because I was pushing for the progress shows, and that's yeah. where he was at those. Oh, man. And that's where I got to basically got to see pretty much almost the entire Keep NXT Lee. UK roster yeah. and some of the new regular NXT yeah, roster. That yeah. those shows really paid off. So I was ready for Walter when he debuted. I yeah. was one of those guys who knew who the fuck he was. Yeah. And you feel cool. smarter. You you just feel like a better fan. It's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, all positive. Yeah, yeah, it's all positive. It's great. Yeah. So. This is huge because, like, you know, a year later, I'm still the biggest Pete Dunne fan. Yeah. And now it's like this guy's like, oh, man, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. I hope they give him a shot because he's so old school, you yeah. know. And the fact that Walter, you know, who else is going to contend for the UK title at this point anyway, honestly? Yeah. So I'm fine with all this. They're I don't building, mind. like, one person at a time, it seems. And yeah. I'm, I'm okay with that. Hey, it's it's... It's definitely, it has a different feel than regular NXT, not just for obvious reasons, but it's so new and it has less of a chance to succeed almost. So I think they're being very careful with it. So I I get why they're kind of doing it at this pace, but I I like what I've seen so far. Yeah, for sure. UK, massively underrated. 
and it's only getting better. They're only adding people all the time. Yeah, and yeah, they keep adding really good people. Good characters. Oh, yeah. I even care about the uh, uh, what's his name, uh, the the guy, the backstage interviewer guy. Oh yeah, Radzi. Yeah. Yeah. He's so likable. Yeah. And I think he's like a children's show host or something. Oh, that makes total sense. Yeah. Like I think just, so. You I see him and that. you just smile. Yeah. 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 Like so. characters up and down. I talked about how I like Sid Scala with yeah. Johnny Saint. And, yeah. And just everybody, Ligero is great. Like all all the those other weird characters and then the the top tier guys it's it's all it's all good it's it, a full fully fleshed out show already it, it has a lot of the old ecw feel to it in, yeah. in, in my opinion and i i swear they're probably having Heyman advise on this yeah, I, maybe. I, they'd be dumb not to because this has that feel of like okay who's not working right now like yeah. what's not working how do we fix it like how do we how do we yeah. act, accentuate the positive mm-hmm. so it, it feels like that so please get on the groundwork of it's not too late it's only been on the air for a few months you yeah. can catch up and be all in with it so please do <laughs> yeah that. yeah just even if you just started the the takeover they had and just start watching yeah. there and just watch weekly yeah that's fine yeah. that's fine yeah i think maybe if you watch watch both uk tournaments yeah and then yeah, then, then go into the takeover i think it'll be all right yeah yeah i like it so who do you who do you pick to win man um i'm picking Balter. You know, it probably is time yeah. for this reign to end, but at the same time, I don't want it to end. So yeah. just to be, just to be the Pete Dunmark that you know that I am, I'm gonna go ahead and go with Pete. That's fair. I'd like to see Pete pull this off, but I want to see a great trilogy this year. Yeah. So I don't mind Walter getting to, getting on the next one. Yeah. But I need this to. I need a few more days of the Pete Dunn uh, <laughs> yeah. world tour. So let's uh, let's go with Pete Dunn. Right. I say that knowing that Walter is probably gonna win. But I will be extremely happy if Pete Dunn also yeah. pulls us off. And Walter will have a great showing, of course he For will. Sure. Yeah. He already has. And yeah. I like changing the narrative of the big man. Once again, athletic big men of yeah. the modern era. This is what we want. We want Walter. We want Keith Lee. Yeah. We want and hell, I'm gonna tell you fans, even if you don't think you don't think you need this, you, you need Dominic Dijakovic. Yeah. You need guys like that. Um, so instead of Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman and, yeah. and, and you know, these are the guys. Well, Benji Kovic's a different kind of big man. He's yeah. like Keith Lee and Walter are kind of of the same vein sure. to a certain extent. He's like, he's like, uh, Dijakovic is what Mark Jendrek should have been. Yeah. It's what yeah. Sean O'Hare should have been. Exactly, yeah. Like, he's the next level version of those guys. And that's yeah. what they tried to do in 2000. Those guys didn't work out. Yeah. For one reason or another, but that's that's the blueprint kind of guy right yeah. there, and he's going to be huge for sure. So they give him a shot. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> he's not on this takeover, but it's it's. He should have been with Keith Lee. That match it, obviously got bumped for the UK it, thing. Yeah, they, it'll be on the pre-show the UK title match because it's such a packed card, yeah. and I, I understand it. It'll be on the next one, or it'll it'll be like you said, it'll be on the it'll be taped beforehand so we can see it that following Wednesday. That'll probably be the dark main event yeah. of the takeover pre-show. They're, yeah. they're going to get like three and a half hours of stuff. It's going to be yeah. awesome for them. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, next up on my card on takeover New York is the North American title match, the Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. Mm. This one, I, man, I think Ooh. that any of these matches could steal the show. Yeah. But I, this is going to be a weird match. You know, too. I love the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. Ever, like his, yeah. ever since Try his Alistair Black match, I'm like, yeah. he's the best. He's a superstar. And Matt Riddle, I like the guy a lot. And the last few matches I've seen Matt Riddle in, he's really, I wouldn't say stepped it up because he's always been really good, but he's gotten really aggressive and he's done a lot of technical things. 
and yeah. it's it's more than he's been building up to something yeah. and i feel like he's been building up to this match maybe how fun was it to watch him in that five way yeah exactly like, dude like he stole that I mean, match bro. for me right <laughs> like for me he was the best in that match I'm happy, hard I'm happy with who won. Sure. He was the best in that match. I, Adam Cole deserves it, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt Riddle, like, we should have known better. Like, this is obviously Cassius Ono, like, yeah, this guy's going to be good. Yeah. And th- just that feud, that feud, I loved that feud. Yeah. And uh, I just didn't know. I was like, man, some of those matches, we finally got that good match, finally. Yeah. So it seems like he's one of those guys, if he's got something to sink his teeth into. It's like the MMA people, like... And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to disparage by saying this, sure. but they've been in it like you know they've been in real combat yeah. you know athletically yeah. So I think it's a matter of just like give me something to sink my teeth into, yeah, could and be. then I will wake up. Yeah. Kurt Angle, I think that was the same with Kurt Angle. Honestly, yeah. you know those guys like you know once you get them in a spotlight, they're going to overwhelm yeah. and never underwhelm when the bright lights are on. And Haas and Benjamin were the same way too. Yeah. They came in as like, oh yeah, they're they're pretty good. Let's, yeah. Hey, let's. How about that tag team title match? They were like, those things are amazing. Those are classics. Yeah. So like, I think I think it's just a different mentality. That's why yeah. Baszler's world title defenses are awesome too. Yeah. Like, just give them something they can sink their teeth into and and make them believe it. Sure. Like, like the way they're trying to sell us. I think you kind of have to equally sell them on it too. Yeah. As it's a different animal. Yeah. Because some of these people weren't fans. Well, yeah. the majority of them weren't. I don't think. I think maybe yeah, a couple of them were. Yeah. Maybe, but like it's a handful of guys. Like, you know, and then you got like the Dolph Ziggler's who were fans when they went amateur yeah. just to be in WWE. Right. So that's a whole different thing too. But yeah, I think the people that you know weren't huge fans. I think you got to give them a little something. Yeah, sure. But every time they've done it, I think it's paid off really well. So. Yeah, Matt Riddle's going to be an interesting guy to watch over years and years to come. Absolutely, yeah. So, and and marketability is all get out. I mean, god damn it. How many bro shirts are you going to see on the street in a few years from now? They're going to be selling Matt Riddle flip-flops pretty soon, I'm sure. Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, they really haven't tapped the footwear yeah. industry so yeah. much, have they? They need to keep the prices a little bit lower because sure. people are going to be kicking those things off like all the yeah. time. People are going to have to buy multiple pairs, you know. One for the house, one for the car. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I, I, I want to keep it in. <laughs> so, who are you picking? <sighs> I'm going to I'm gonna go with Velveteen, but it's going to be... I mean, he's going to squeak out with it. Yeah. He's going to just escape with it. And you're going to hear that word escape after the bell rings yeah. from somebody. I'm yeah. sure Mara will say it. It's going to be great. Velveteen is a superstar and a half. Matt Riddle, same thing. But I think Velveteen needs a big high-end defense once again, just like the War Raiders. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, going Velveteen. I would agree. I think it's this might be the closest match of the night i don't know it's hard to say i, I think at, it will be i look at each match and say that but this is the one i feel i could see either one of those guys winning but i'm gonna go with the velveteen dream yeah because yeah. he went for a while where he was losing a lot of matches yeah that's and thing. so him beating gargano and of course gargano lost the title so he could move into the 
the world title picture, which, I mean, we see that as fans knowing what they were doing. Yeah. So I do think that he needs to carry it for a little bit longer. Yeah. So he doesn't, he's not seen. I don't think people would look at him as a transitional champ, but you could make that argument if you were to lose it to Riddle the, yeah. um, on his first defense. It is his first defense, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm almost kind of going to be done with saying call him up kind of thing because, you know what? I don't even, you know, I believe Johnny when he says he doesn't need to get called up you yeah. know like almost to a point where i'm like he could be there for a long time or be there forever and yeah. just when he's done he'll train so i'm just gonna not say that anymore yeah. i'll keep velveteen for as long as you can i mean obviously overall we kind of enjoy it more there anyway yeah and that's so, the thing it's it's a little bit selfish but i think it would be good for the brand and for the people that they are training in the performance center to have people that are mainstays oh. that stay there um, Gargano's going to be a veteran yeah. and he is fantastic and yeah he can help the younger generation men and women in the ring yeah so I mean I don't know if they've done that already but they should probably have a sit down with that entire yeah. locker room and be yeah. like well do you want to go on the road or do you want to stay here yeah obviously you're not going to make as much money but you still get to you know have t-shirts and you know i think it's that have... difference between money and travel and larger crowds versus wrestling you know yeah. like is this what you want to do or do you want to go up there and maybe sit down for a few weeks at a time and not do anything so yeah i mean do you do you want to be lou reed or do you want to be elton john like yeah. i mean i'm using an analogy yeah. of people no, i think that have yeah. decent equal amount of critical acclaim there but one of them took the artist journey. I'm not saying that Elton didn't. Yeah, <laughs> but I get what you're he was like, I want to play stadiums. Yeah, you know, yeah. like so. Yeah, as an artist, and this is an art. Yeah, got to make a choice. Yep. Yeah, and some people are still making that choice by not. There are some people that don't sign with WWE. Yeah. And by the way, I'm going to say this now before I forget about it. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that they had, that I've been brought up in the AJ Orton thing. Like, yeah. AJ could have been like, dude, they offered me a deal in 1999 yeah. or 2000 or whatever it was and I turned it down. Yeah. I'm, that's my AJ impersonation but I'm a little, <laughs> little southern there. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I don't understand. We're blur we're talking about reality here because yeah. they brought up Orton failing his drug test and yeah. all that stuff. Why didn't they be like, well, that's really cute, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> but I turned down your stupid contract you know, for that reason. I chose my family and I chose the camaraderie of the Indies at the same time. Yeah. So don't make me eat shit because of that. Yeah. I can't believe they didn't say that. Yeah. Because AJ, yeah, he would have been there. It wouldn't have been a good time for him to be there. <laughs> right, yeah. It would have been see, totally different. He wouldn't have been the same guy. We're going to build the cruiserweight division around you. Great. Yeah. How'd that work out for Jerry Lynn? But yeah. That's very sad that what yeah. I just said. Yeah. But you, you don't it's laugh true. and then you go, God damn, he's right. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah. It's completely accurate. Okay. So, are we into the next match? Yes. Yeah, next okay. matchup is the women's title match. You mentioned her just a few moments ago. Shayna Baszler putting her title on the line in a fatal four-way against Io Shirai, Kyrie Sane, and Bianca Belair. Oh, man. You know what my favorite new thing is right now? What's that? And I don't even hate Bianca Belair so much, but her character is annoying. Oh, yeah. And... I like Belair. I don't like Undefeated. <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole thing. Sure. So, yeah. If you're not a fan of that, you yeah. should really go on to any NXT post concerning Bianca. Oh, yeah. Because just get your popcorn out and read the comments really? because they hate her. She's got some fans. Don't yeah. get me wrong. But it is 80-20 on hate. <laughs> I mean, people hate her. She's doing her job. Oh, yeah. She's real good at it. She She's going to be a great mega heel. Yeah. That is for sure. She's an alpha athlete. Yeah. She is a jock. And she's 
very confident. It's. I think the turning point was when she started talking mean to Kyrie Sane. Sure. And the look on Kyrie Sane's face, and, mm-hmm. and I think that's when people were like, "I hate you," or yeah. you know, that yeah. that's what that was the split because everybody loves Kyrie Sane. Yeah. You can't help but love Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, my prediction is. Since I don't have a surefire reasoning for giving it to any of the challengers, uh-huh. I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and pick Shayna. Wow, all right. I don't want to... Once again, I'm always going to root against Shayna. Mm-hmm. I'm just predicting at this point right now. I have a what I think will happen and what I want to happen for Mania. Okay. But yeah, I'm going to pick Shayna just to be right. Uh, but <laughs> I'm uh, I, I'm going to... My sentimental rooting is in Kairi Sane still. Mm. I like EO, but I, I'm not there with her yet That's as far fair. as me caring enough to see her with a belt. Sure. And that that's not a shot at her. I understand. It's just, hey, I've already been through the journey with Kyrie, and I know that I smile when she wins a world title, yeah. so let's go with that. Shayna's probably going to win, though. <laughs> I am going to go with... I'm going to go with Io Shirai. I can't okay. Help, I can't help right. it. I, I, that's I, not... I mean, I don't see that being out of the question, Yeah. Honestly. And I think it would be interesting if Kyrie Sane did win it, because it would be interesting to see what happens to the friendship between Io and Kyrie if that happens. Because that makes my prediction better. Yeah. Because she's gonna have to. Io's gonna have to have a chip on her shoulder. And yeah. Be better. Because so what better way? Io pinned Shayna Baszler in that tag match or whatever. Yeah. And that should have been the title match right there. Mm-hmm. And then these other women got well. Yeah, Kyrie just Sane just got in thrown it. into it. Yeah. Bianca Belair made. She argued until she got in it. Sure. Kyrie Sane was just added for no real reason. Yeah. So for her to win it, it would see if that the super happy friendship between Shirai and Sane would last, you know. And I yeah. think that'd be interesting because they could have some fantastic matches against each other. They have had some fantastic matches against each other. I think they'll do that once Shanna gets called up. I yeah. think that's when that feud will happen because yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be, of course, the main focal point yeah. of the division. But at the same time, I think that's going to be a really strong feud. Yeah. I would want them to do it after Shayna leaves. Yeah. So maybe she is leaving. Hell, she's probably... Maybe she may get called up she, the, next, the next night. I actually have her on a short list of like... If I was going to... If you are going to put me on the spot and say, name like two or three people getting called up, yeah. she is easily on that list. And I have a doubt about that right now. Because she's, she's beyond about a third of the women on that yeah. roster anyway. Yeah. And I hate to say that, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. She's way further than mandy or anybody else you could pick on oh, right yeah, now for sure um yeah so it makes all the sense of the world and also i don't necessarily want the women's main event story to go away completely after wrestlemania yeah. but we might need a break from it bringing shane in is definitely going to be an entirely yeah. new animal and create a whole bunch she's of gonna stuff. create a lot of waves mm-hmm. wherever she ends up stuff's gonna change yeah for I sure mean, I don't mind them actually feuding Shayna and Rhonda for a little bit until yeah. they kiss and make up, you know, for the four horsewomen versus yeah. four horsewomen potential matches you know they want. It'd be interesting to see with Rhonda's character right now if they mm-hmm. would be against each other if she did go to Raw, if Baszler did. Yeah, because I mean, that's the thing is I don't want to see, they may need to keep it separate for a while yeah. because I don't want to see, I don't want to see babyface Baszler. <laughs> that's no, for sure. She's incapable. No. I, I, I honestly think she's incapable of it. Yeah. Um, with the people in yeah. the same way that Miz was a few years ago. That's still talk, for me. We'll talk more about that, that later. Yeah. But yeah, so she, on, I, I, I think it's probably a no-brainer that she does get called up. She's yeah. two-time women's champion. She has nothing else to do in NXT yeah. after this. Yeah. 
bring and her up. This is a fatal four way. If she loses it, it's not going to mean much. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So Kyrie Sane pins Bianca Belair to win the title, and EO gets pissed about it, and that's your summer. Yeah. Done deal. Go. Yeah. Bada bing. Do you think? Side question before we move on. Hmm. Well, I was going to ask you something. I'm going to say what I think would be okay. the ideal situation. Basically, goes to SmackDown, Ronda stays on Raw, mm. and Duke and Shafir go back to train until they decide to bring the Horsewomen, and then the Horsewomen, Duke and Shafir come up when they're ready, and they're ready to do the Horsewomen thing, probably for WrestleMania next year. Sure, because I don't need Duke and Shafir to make waves in NXT to no. get up there, and honestly, the story doesn't command that either. No. So, I say bring them out when they're ready. Yeah. Uh, yeah, put them in hiding for a while. Yeah. I, I definitely need them to come back there. They should be, with their, they don't have the same accolades as like a Haas and Benjamin. No. But they have the potential to be the, uh, if, they, if they really, if that light bulb turns on, I feel yeah. like maybe we have a really good tag team on our hands it could here. It could be fantastic. I yeah. think, but they, they need to do it, like you said, when they're perfectly ready to yeah. when they can just go in there with, the Sky Pirates or Banks and Bailey or whoever yeah. and have like a blowout match. Well, the way you get it started is at some point, whether they win them, lose them and win them back, Sasha and Bailey have to get beat by those two. Yeah. That's how this thing kind yeah. of maybe starts. I mean, it's not going to start that way, but that's going to be one of the big, huge parts yeah. of it. And, and so gonna... that means it might happen as early as summer. Yeah. They're going to have to get, like I said, I've said this for months now, they're going to have to get real good real quick yeah. because there are already things popping yeah. that they need to be involved with, but yeah. they need to prove that they belong also yeah. at the same time because, you you know, we do have the power. And they we do... will boo them. <laughs> <laughs> they do have time because I th it's going to take at least six months for Charlotte and Becky to be able to come back together to yeah. do that. Yeah. And so they're going to have to stay apart for the summer, and then they can start SummerSlam. That can be the start of mending some of those fences enough to get the four horsewomen back together. Yeah. So, so well, you, the NXT horsewomen versus. Yeah. The, the, so yeah. next year, WrestleMania 36. It's going, to, it's going to be four horsewomen versus four horsewomen for the name and merchandising rights. And this will be determined in uh, that uh, that three story cage from the oh, Ready to no. Rumble movie. No. You had me, you had me, you lost me. <laughs> All right, Thunderdome, okay. <laughs> All right, we're getting a little well, bit off track Talking about WCW yeah. Halloween Havoc Thunderdome, by the way, not yeah, Mad sure. Max Thunderdome. Yes. I just wanted to clarify this. Can't, can't we just get beyond Thunderdome? Oh, wow. Yes. Can you go, go take a laugh around the block? It's all right. That is a mystery science theater thing that I banked in my head for like 20 years. And I finally got to use it in actual conversation. I am the happiest I've been in like years. Stand up. Stand up. <laughs> I know it's radio, but I want to see you stand up. <laughs> I'm good. NXT title match. Johnny Gargano. Adam Cole. Two out of three falls. Adam Cole. I'm picking Cole. Wow. Okay. We're not even going to fight on this. No. Yeah, I mean, hey man, not for nothing. It's almost been proven to me now. Not that I don't want to see Johnny win. There's my, not that I don't want it. Yeah. If it happens, great. It'll be a fun moment. Him and Candace will hug. I'll even get a little misty for a sec. Sure. I'm almost sadistically equally entertained when he does lose. And that's kind of the standard they've set on Johnny also. Yeah. He he went, he went beat Tyler Bate out for World's Greatest Loser at one point in my head. So, yeah. I, uh, you know, I'll be fine either way. But Adam Cole deserves it. And the Undisputed Era deserves it, more importantly, Chris. Yeah. 
and they will be you know they they are the new horsemen they are elite and they will help him win this title yeah and adam cole will be a great heel uh he only that's the standard he's gonna have to set for himself he's gonna have to be rick flair good in 1985 yeah. or what have you to uh you know show the rest of the world that has their doubts that he does deserve it and he's pretty much got the full sale crowd but you know yeah. not all the way yeah at the same time i think he's good enough to create extra buzz for nxt yeah. so for sure yeah yeah it's it's time for adam cole i completely agree yeah. uh adam cole and the undisputed era have talked about they're going to be dripping in gold in 2019 and everybody says the year is going to be their year sure but i think this is important for them to start here at the biggest takeover of the year yeah. for cole to win the title and then maybe he goes and helps roderick strong go after the north american title over the summer That's exactly what when I that see. happens around SummerSlam, then they both help fish and o'reilly go after whoever has the tag titles at the time mm -hmm. yeah it's it it practically writes itself yeah so looking and, forward to a the biggest year ever for undisputed era yeah and i think for me the interest in gargano losing was when i loved johnny gargano's character and it was heartbreaking to me yeah. and i wanted to see him win i still think he's a jerk and huh. i he's still a jerk he attacked <laughs> alistair black in the parking lot well you can't yeah. erase that that's I still part I, of his character i understand that I didn't get any. I I didn't get. A, I'm not gonna say any. I didn't get a ton of satisfaction character-wise. Yeah. How he ousted, uh, you know, Champa out of the tournament. Yeah. It was, it was a little bitty boo boo on a big huge scab. Like yeah. Like that got resolved. Well, they because they, they just had to do yeah, it. Yeah, because he's hurt. I get yeah. it. It it just it was very underwhelming, and it, yeah. that that rivalry deserves better it does so yeah it was and, it was a little sad so yeah that's another reason why i'm not i'm not hot on johnny right now yeah. phrasing uh but yeah that's all i really got to say about that yeah. undisputed era all the way yeah i just want i just want adam cole to win it yeah more than and, i want johnny to and, and there hasn't been a lot of matches on proper nxt to really convince maybe some people of this but go back and watch him in the world's collide tournament yeah guys damn surgeon in that yeah. ring he can roll with anybody of any size style yeah. and he has that crowd in the palm of his hands every time he treated all those access matches like they were the biggest thing ever yeah. and that's why he's great yeah he did exactly. not mail it in he does he, that every single time he was the star like him and gulak showed why they are really arguably some of the best in yeah. the world and they both approached a fan convention exhibition disguised as a tournament yeah. as wrestlemania to them yeah and and they they all deserve all everything they can they can get in this business they're, they're just that good and i still feel a little guilty of not giving adam cole a five best matches of 2018 in our <laughs> in our year-end awards but you know he kind of deserved it in your he, heart did. Of hearts. Yeah. he did yeah yeah, yeah. so felt bad yeah. afterwards yeah. i really did <laughs> so. so let's take over it's gonna be fantastic i cannot wait it's only as we're recording this two nights away all right, we're going to be uh, pressed for time in our WrestleMania preview, but I believe we can do it. Before that, we are going to take a quick breather here and talk about something that we don't normally talk about on every episode, but we love it. We're going to talk about a really big event that we've mentioned about the, the big show coming up at Madison Square Garden. Yes. And no, I'm not talking about anything WWE related. No. 
Chris, take it away. It is the G1 Supercard, the Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling co-promoted show. Um, Elias was at the Madison Square Garden on Raw recently. but Yeah, yeah. he was selling his ticket yeah, and he got yeah. for free. No, but sure. that's where they're going to be. <laughs> I'm just going to run down the matches real quick. Uh, maybe just some highlights. Yeah, so we're uh, going to start the clock at five minutes, Chris. Right, yeah, I'm you capping you at five minutes all here. Right. Are you ready? Yep. Go. So I love the fact that this is a Ring of Honor show technically. Because they have stardom women in the show as well. We know that Mayu Iwatani is the Women of Honor champion. She's going up against Kelly Klein. I think Kelly Klein's probably going to win the title from her, which makes me sad. Because I love Mayu Iwatani. She was my yeah. favorite in stardom for a while. Yeah. And she's still up there for, that was, for me. That was the one that got away last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did see her live, which I will say at every possible opportunity that I can. Um, I saw her dive onto um, Io Shirai, actually. Yeah, nice. Uh, live. Um, but they also have some of the women in Oedo Tai who I've mentioned on the show before too. Kagetsu, who is fantastic. I think Kagetsu could be the next crossover breakout star. Oh. She's real good. Okay. Um, she's, I don't know if she's still a champ. I'm so far behind. Is she in Io Shirai or is she in Aja Kong? No, she's <laughs> more of an Io Shirai, but she doesn't fly. She's just okay. mean. She's oh. real mean. Okay. Yeah, um, I like it. Middle ground. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Um, there's the Honor Rumble, uh, before the show starts, which is going to be fun, silly. With um, a budget. Hopefully Cheeseburger wins that. Um, but just some of the matches on the show. Will Ospreay versus Jeff Cobb. Winner take all. ROH TV Ooh. versus Never Open Weight. It's going to be a great match. That's the opener for the show, probably. And no titles on the line, right? And, and, and Both these, titles on the line. Are they cross-promoting? They're doing Winner yeah. Take All? Never Open Weight and the ROH TV title. Both titles Ooh. on the line. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Cobb versus Ospreay? Yeah. Cobb's real good, but yeah. yeah, I think Osprey. You know, I, I, you can never bet against that guy. Yeah, he wrestles like there's no tomorrow. Right. Member of Los Ingobernables in CMLL, Rush is facing Dalton Castle. It's gonna be a good match. Uh, Bully Ray versus Juice Robinson in the street fight. Wow, that's gonna be something. Oh yeah, yeah, that's gonna be fun. <laughs> I think you'll love this match. IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title Matches: Taiji Ishimori, who member of Lij Japan. Versus Dragon Lee of CMLL. He's real good, although he's not my favorite. Versus Bandito. Wow. It's going to be good. Ooh. Real good. Another winner-take-all match. The IWGP Heavyweight Tag Titles and the ROH Tag Team Titles. Winner-take-all, I believe. Uh, the Gorillas of Destiny versus the uh, Villain Club. PCO and Brody King. Oh, Villain Enterprises. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. Versus Evil and Sonata of LIJ versus <laughs> the Briscoe Brothers. Oh, hell. A four-team mayhem. Yep. Is there actual rules for this match? Uh, I no, <laughs> there can't be right. No. I mean, there can't be. Not with be. those people in it. Oh, that's gonna be fun. And oh then, man, that's yeah. that's gonna steal. That match is gonna steal the you show. Think so? I, I, I'm, you think so? Out of everything so far, I've heard, and no disrespect, yeah. that, that's the best one so far. Convince me otherwise. British heavyweight championship match: the champion Zack Saber Jr. versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Ooh, damn! Good. I think I've seen that match, actually, and it, it was good the last time I saw the, it. The technical classic of yeah. the evening. <laughs> uh, Tetsuya Naito, the Intercontinental Champion, versus Kota Ibushi. Oh, damn. Yeah. I hope yeah. they do that match uh, this summer. Because, uh, yeah. uh, by the way, we're we're going to a G1 show yeah. in Dallas. They're yeah. launching the G1 summer thing in yeah, the Dallas, of, of the all G1. places. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> ladder match for the Ring of Honor title. Jay Lethal, the champ, versus Marty Squirrel, versus Matt Taven. Know about this. Oh. I have, I think Marty will probably walk out as the champ. Uh, yeah, I see that. Matt Taven has a gripe. I mean, that this is one of those guys, 
a guy you always want to see lose, Matt yeah. Taven. It wouldn't surprise me if you want it. Yeah. Because he's put in the time, he's put in the work. It's Yeah, I feel like I mean, he's going to be champ at some a, point. He, he has to he, be. He's a goddamn workhorse, and he's yeah. one of those guys that is going to need that win to prove it to everybody else. Yeah. But a lot of people are convinced. I mean, I'm convinced of him, but yeah, just hate him so yeah. much. So I think Marty winning it is the smart move. Uh, so, but it, man, fucking Jay, I feel bad. Like Jay's almost like the afterthought. I feel like in some of this stuff. Yeah, but, uh, but he's the mainstay. Like, yeah, he's, he's the he's the ace of Ring of Honor. Yeah, and he even said, "I I'm gonna be here the rest of my career." Yeah. So, man, that wouldn't suck either if he just was like, "Yep, yeah, nope, yeah, yeah, no, you should have." Like I'm pulling yeah. for Squirrel on that one. I think. Okay. Yeah. Um. Do you know who the IWGP Heavyweight Champion is? Is it still? Uh... It is not still. Whoa, is it Jay White? Yes. Holy shit. Jay White beat Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP Heavyweight title. Do you know who won the New Japan Cup? I do not. Kazuchika Okada won the New Japan Cup. Those two guys are fighting for the IWGP Heavyweight title at the Supercard, G1 Supercard. Wow, that's a hell of a... uh, And I'll just say, as we come up into five minutes here, might even be a noise here in a second, but uh, yeah, so... Yeah, there it is. Look at that. That was good timing. Everybody's got that on their phone, right? So... I'll just say as a final word mm-hmm. to close this part off, that is a hell of a match to put on that card. Yeah. And it looks like, of course, bringing out the big guns. Yeah. It's a sellout at the Garden. This is this is potentially, I mean, these aren't indie feds, quote unquote, yeah. but they're still the little guy, yeah. the, almost in the grand scheme of things, especially in America. New Japan coming to America, big deal. Yeah. And they've got a lot to prove in America still. Yeah. Even with all this credibility and all this buzz, Ring of Honor has never played the Garden. Yeah. Everybody is going to put their best match forward. Yeah. So it's probably going to be the can't-miss show of the entire weekend, I can't I imagine. So. As great as the TakeOver and Mania will be fun, I'm sure, this is going to be the can't-miss show. I think so. There's no doubt about yeah. that. And even Kenny Omega just said recently, goes, there's nothing in my contract that said that I couldn't do me versus Okada at the Garden this year. Oh, really? But they were like, you know, it's like, let them do their thing because yeah. they're they're doing this for, you know, the future of that, yeah. their companies. It, that so, would feel like a promotion for AEW if he did that. Exactly. So he was very smart and respectful and not doing goes, yeah, we could have done it and there's nobody telling me that I wouldn't, I, I could not do it. Yeah. That's the kind of deal he has. That's cool. So... I thought that was actually really cool, and I think yeah. that's actually going to help the overall. Anybody that was a little grousy about, like, oh, man, I bought this ticket in advance, and now none of the elite are going to be there. I think that once they leave the building yeah. that night, if somehow if they're going in like, you know, they're going to be going out like euphoric as all get out. Yeah, no, New Japan is not, and Ring of Honor really are not really hurt yeah. by the absence of the elite. Yeah. As, uh, as great as they are. Yeah. These other people are super great as well. Think about the exodus of talent they had, you know, over 10 years ago. Yeah. They still put together amazing shows after that. Yeah. They don't do shit shows. Yeah. And it's it's about time the regular-ass wrestling fan realizes this. Yeah. And it's only going to be all good from here on out. Okay. I'm predicting I'm predicting Tetsuya Naito versus Kota Ibushi is probably going to be my match of the weekend. But we'll see. Okay. All right. That's an interesting prediction. I like that. Chris, we're just getting on to our WrestleMania preview. I want yes. to ask you something, Chris. Okay. In, in, in the fantasy worlds that we might live in occasionally, let's say, Chris, that you get to compete at WrestleMania. Okay. Now, 
they come up and tell you, hey, would you like a musical act to <laughs> to open up uh, your entrance at WrestleMania? Because we see something in you. We want to mm-hmm. like push you up a little bit further. And you've seen in the past what we've done. Um, are you taking that? Are you going to say yes to that? Don't the people who have musical acts usually lose? You, this is what I'm did. getting at. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to do a little quick here because the 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 stigma on the music yeah. act is that you it's, always lose if you get played to the ring. It's like the the cover of the Sports Illustrated or the the video games or whatever. Yeah, like, the, yeah. The, the man video games they all yeah. get injured. But yeah, so it's not entirely the kiss of death. Okay. Uh, so I actually went and did some research and I found out that out of the 15 actual musical performances that play people to the ring, I'm not uh-huh. talking about that bullshit they did before each once in a lifetime because those don't count because they weren't playing anybody oh, yeah. specifically. Yeah. And those are stupid anyway. You're not talking about Kid Rock? Kid Rock was playing a match to the ring. So I know. It, yeah. <laughs> and I was, I, I, was, I, was a, I was in the bathroom. I still brag about Thanks. that. Yeah. I was the only one in the bathroom somehow. That's why Reliance Stadium is great because there's like a bathroom every yeah. five feet. So I was in this clean bathroom hearing an echo, and I could not tell Kid Rock was singing. It was the best <laughs> bathroom nice. break ever. Uh, so yeah, um, but yeah, the official, we're playing this specific person to the ring. Your record stands at 5 and 10. Wow. All right. So it's 33%. It's not, yeah, I mean, that's not impossible odds. So Ronda Rousey has the exact same, um, <laughs> yeah, is what, what I'm getting at, yeah. is she has the exact same odds that she does on paper going into this 33 and a third percent chance of winning but if you take the, the <laughs> yeah. three women in the ring and the the, the five to ten minus the five you get 10 divided by 33 i don't know I'm, okay. i don't know where to go from there. <laughs> you get it you get the joke oh, I, I can totally get the reference uh so yeah i just thought that was neat i was like ronda rousey has the exact same chance because of her musical act yeah. and because of the match in general on oh, paper. So it doesn't hurt her chances, really. Yeah, It doesn't. If anything, one, yeah. if anything, she can help the record of the overall music industry that want to perform at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> That's really what so I'm getting at. she can relax. Yeah. Her chances are no worse. That's yeah. a very interesting fact. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, did you know? And we need the, like... Yeah, well, you, you got to know yeah. with the rainbow coming up. Yeah. Uh, the Kevin Smith version. Right. Um, yeah. So there you go. There's a there's a little bit of a rock strikes ten before you there, but uh, yeah, five and ten, we'll see what happens. Yeah. The ones that really broke my heart, Nina Strauss and Motorhead, could not get their people to win. Yeah, it's a shame. Yeah. But Limp Biscuit somehow <laughs> gets you to win. Right. But yeah, so that's that's Undertaker's fault. I, I would I would politely decline. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's really what I'm getting at here. <laughs> All right, so. Chris, uh, you're hosting this preview show here, so uh, take it away. I, I put it to you off air to book WrestleMania in order as well. Yeah. And let's just go on the... Uh, did you book it with the pre-show or did you just be like, this is my order and everything's on the main show? I did it with the pre-show because I know what's on the pre-show. Oh, okay. So, See, yeah. I don't. This will be uh, this will be news to me. Yeah. And I'll, I'm going to groan a few times here now. Yeah. So. Uh, well, only one has been officially announced, but the wiki had like two other matches on the pre-show as well which makes sense and i think they deserve really to be on the pre-show two of them not the third one um mm-hmm. so kickoff show starting off with the men's battle royal all right so as we go through here we're of course going to give our predictions yeah i have an extra who will win and who should win i just have i have a kind of combination of both i think sure. in my brain that, that's fine i just i i i did i did my thing so you know it's 
sure. what makes us us. Yes. Uh, so I'd like to talk a little bit about how much do you actually care about this match? What do you think of the build and all that kind of yeah. stuff? As far as the men's battle royal goes, I have really hated this build because of it's just all based around this one thing. Mm. And oh, yeah. the only play, I actually, uh, they cut off the wacky ass mix thing on Mahulu Raw. I got to see the SmackDown version okay, of it, yeah. but I didn't see the Raw version of well, it. Well, it was the Raw one was Apollo Crews versus Jinder Mahal in a singles match, and every all the other men were just around the ring. It was kind of a lumberjack match, or they were just hanging out? They were just around the ring, just watching. That's kind of dumb. It is. Right. It was just an excuse to get them all down there. It so a, It was a Shanti exhibition, yeah. so like, okay, you guys just stand there. Yeah, yeah. Just breathe. That's what it was. Okay. And, and and surprise, surprise, there was a brawl after the match. Oh, mm. goodness. Yeah. So we don't have enough stock footage yeah. of people duking it out 20 at a time. That was a complete last minute. <laughs> hey, we need to remind people that there's a battle royal on the kickoff show, so everybody go out there. Mm-hmm. That, that's all it was. All right. This segment brought to you by YouTube. And, yes. uh, you know, yeah. At least the mix, <laughs> the men and women's mixed tag thing was a big goofy spectacle yeah, I, it was different they've yeah. never done it before yeah. so like i said i'm a fan of stuff i've never seen so i was like wait a second oh yeah it's mixed so they're not going to hit each other yeah and and i love the fact that naomi got her team disqualified for throwing carl anderson over the top rope yeah. that's really actually what made the referee ring the bell oh was it yeah i, 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 I guess i was looking down when that happened i thought it was just like a it just threw it out yeah that's i mean he was of course going to throw it out but that was the one action that happened <laughs> As he saw that and went for the bell. That's I was fine. like, that's awesome. I like it. Greatness. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, okay. So back to the men's, though. Yeah, hated all of this. And I don't, I don't on, you know, just by nature hate all celebrity involvements. Sure. But I, I don't like Saturday Night Live anything post-1995. And that's pretty much where I'm laying my hat for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, those guys get paid for writing comedy. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Like, Drew Carey came in with like probably no script and and put in a hall of fame yeah. wing worthy performance yeah. and i believe that to be true yeah uh this thing is just not funny like yeah it's just braun Strowman doing his thing and anybody could have done like the entire locker room could have gotten together and bought him a car you know like some right. like something to get everybody else involved that in was this. dumb that week it's like we've seen him destroy cars like a lot in the past so why would they do that and the yeah. other guys wasn't even there yeah. so. and you're my side weekend update ramble here yeah. even when i haven't given a shit about Siren Out live i've always known who the weekend update person is yeah I don't know. Well, I only know now because of this. Yeah. But even in the past, I'm like, oh, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. They're funny. That's yeah. fine. That's probably the best thing about the show. And yeah. it was at the time. So even when I haven't been watching, I've always known who the correspondents yeah. are. I'm just now finding out that these, yeah. you know. And I know people that watch the show. So it's not any kind of. Sure. I would have heard about them by now if they were good and funny. Yeah, right. And this has just been, uh the worst. Yeah. I mean, not the worst, but. It's, it it's hasn't stupid. been good. Like no. the segment where Strowman was talking to the the video screen and and the Jost guy was making jokes. It was like this is the longest segment. Like it just felt so long. It just wasn't funny. Yeah, like, I had to endure this on Hulu. Yeah, like they didn't cut that out. Yeah, they wronged me. I'm sure they well they cut out the the well, the, the men's battle royal. Yeah, the they, other they had to cut off thing. two wrestling matches yeah. to get this stupid thing yeah. on there. That's so. probably just because they're in league with Viacom and it makes them look good. And yeah, right. Whatever. Uh, by the way, we going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show, 
I think so far the company's reaction to the John Oliver piece was, "All right, John Oliver, you have you're on the list for Mania, and not Jericho list. You're you're yeah, on you right. you are an invited guest yeah. to WrestleMania." So I mean, they're trying to do the uh, Great White Hype thing to him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if you don't get that reference, you need to see that film. <laughs> this is exactly what this is, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like completely. Can't you see like John Oliver walking into like Bitsick Man Suite, <laughs> and he's in a hot tub, like my right. man. <laughs> I love you. Or say the other thing yeah. that he put in yeah. the piece. <laughs> yeah. So no, I want to offer you a job. Okay. <laughs> so. I already made something more entertaining right there than I, I feel like I did. Yeah. Uh, than sure. whatever Jost and whatever the fuck is Michael is Che. Put, yeah. Okay. Che seems okay. Yeah, like, but yeah. they're not letting him talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> the other guy who's ironic is real yeah. funny because we live in an age of irony where everything ironic is funny. Well, it's like it? the Pat McAfee brand of humor, I guess. Like, <sighs> those guys are feel like they're from the cut from the same cloth for oh, me. Man. Like but, I said, I really need <laughs> at the WrestleMania. I don't know how this is going to happen, but let's say like everybody's lined up on the ramp yeah. after the show and something, maybe Kurt Angle's retirement. So uh-huh. everybody's going to come out and that, that would be cool. Wouldn't it like to see that kind of yeah. like when Taz left ECW, yeah. I'm trying to think of those things. Sure. So Daniel retires and there's this amazing moment. And then the, the thing that happened right after that, uh, what I'm getting at is I need everybody, including those guys and Pat McAfee to come out, sure. uh, on the ramp during Angle doing his final walk and at some point I need those two SNL guys and Pat McAfee somehow to grab Vince McMahon by the collar and arm (laughs) so we really never see him again right (laughs) and then I'm gonna have a good night (laughs) so I said all that to say um Titus O'Neil is my pick for the men's battle royal (laughs) um well I can't top that but I am picking R-Truth to win because I want this to be a storyline where R-Truth does not realize that he doesn't have a title shot when he wins the Battle Royal. And he shows up. I don't know which title match it's going to be. Whether it's the women's, one of the men's, a tag title. Maybe he's going after the Raw tag team titles with Carmella and he's dragging her around all night. Oh, but guess what? The Revival's not even there. He goes up to their skybox where they're watching the show with their belts sat beside him. And he's like, let's have a match. Something like that. So I want R-Truth to win for that reason. Um, I stuck with my flow just because I thought that was the best place for me to go. I'm seriously not picking Titus oh, O'Neil. <laughs> I'm picking Andrade. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but as, that's as far as I am I want this to be a forward-thinking thing. Yeah. So Andrade, who is the future world champion, Hall of Famer, um, I'm not even, I'm putting him in the should-win column. Yeah. Titus would be infinitely awesome, by yeah. the way. And that would be a nice... A handshake for Titus, considering yeah. what he does for this company, yeah, for sure. more so out of the ring, to have him win a battle royal, uh, you know, on a thing that, that doesn't really matter. It doesn't honestly, mean anything. I think that is perfectly fine, and that would make up for the shit last year. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. that not that that didn't entertain me either. Yeah, but it would just be a fun thing to say, like, oh well, the only reason he won is because everybody's already in the ring by the time the match starts. <laughs> right. So you can you can get some actual fun content out yeah. of it. Way better content than, you know, Baron winning it. Sure. Uh, on my who will win it, yeah. I kind of combined it with Braun Strowman, one of the Siren Not Live guys, or Nicholas. So anybody aligned with Braun Strowman is probably going to win this. Okay. And that includes up to those four people. And I think it's okay that I have that pick. <laughs> because fine. that's what they would deserve. Sure. Uh, anything AEW is doing them right now, they deserve it 
if that's where they go with it. Sure. That there you go. Fair All right. All right. Next picking, match. Picking five people. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Hey. <laughs> I think that was a level. I don't have that anywhere else on this show. And uh, it's pre-show. It doesn't matter. It it's, doesn't matter. It doesn't, just say Smith or Jones. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> the women's battle royal. We've already kind of talked a little bit about the build-up for the battle royals. It's been the same for the women, really. So I have a real simple thing here. Sure. Who will win? Asuka. Who should win? Asuka. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with that. We, we, we totally agree. Um, and it's like these things don't matter, but I don't... Give her something. 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 Yeah, I mean, like this is... It's still even her winning is like ugh. It's almost, it's almost like that, you know. Yeah, I almost didn't pick her for me to want or to see that she would win because it's like here's your consolation that means nothing on the pre-show. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's a massive. I mean, even that trophy. Okay, they <laughs> stood those trophies next to each other. Yeah, on the shows. Why would they do that? Yeah. You got Andre the Giant encapsulated in gold. If I'm even using that word right. Sure. It's Andre the Giant etched in gold. And then you have this thing that looks like a uterus. I think uh, my wife even said that. It looks like a women's uterus with like <laughs> ribbons hanging from it. So it's like the ultimate. a men's uterus? <laughs> well, I don't know. The pel- it looks like a pelvic bone uterus yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of yeah. x ray with two tassels on each side. Yeah, like, yeah. did. <laughs> is that. Was that built by a fifth grader that was that's in make a wish and then i won't shit on it that's the only excuse that it I mean, would have to exist they had to scramble when they made the first one because they were they had the moolah statue yeah, probably with moolah and yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty sure they had to yeah. throw that one in the sting compactor yeah. um, they had to melt it down yeah, yeah. And, and turn it into something like but, what, what do you have what but do you... it's been a year yeah. Did they forget? They must have... Oh, shit, it's coming up! (laughs) Oh, well, just get the stupid... Right. Where is it? It's behind the SmackDown fist. (laughs) The SmackDown fist would be a better trophy. (laughs) Okay, tell you what, let's move away from that. You were going to go to the next match, I was. I was trying real hard to get there. Buddy Murphy, Tony Nese, Cruiserweight title. What do you think about that matchup? It makes sense, but do you like this as a WrestleMania match? Because I don't know if I do. Yeah, I mean, the Mania matches in Cedric, yeah. Cedric Buddy. I mean, and if they'd have done that, maybe they could have had a gripe for being on the main show. And that's, I've said this a lot tonight. Yeah. This is not a knock on those guys. This is Tony Nese, who's barely a baby face right now. This is why it's on the pre-show. Yeah. And the last year's did not deserve to be on the pre-show. Well, yeah, it's on the pre-show because it's a Cruiserweight title. Exactly, that's the whole thing. So it, it just didn't even, they could have played around with this. This yeah. this should have been freaking Drew Gulak versus Buddy Murphy. Yeah. And just a technical wizardry that fans could appreciate. Yeah. They actually cared that we're getting refreshments at the time. Yeah. So they should have just played around with it. Yeah. Like I said, until the company's willing to take the show seriously... They should be able to do whatever shit they want. Yeah. They should have majority vote in the locker room who wins these yeah. matches and who yeah. goes on. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to say. So yeah, I mean, Tony is gonna impress. Yeah, I like Buddy Tony always means. impresses. I like both those guys. Yeah, I and, just don't know storyline wise if and just where they their stature within the the brand. If this is the match I want to see for for uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. I, I I went with uh, Tony will win. Buddy should win. All right. I don't really have much more to say about that. I mean, I think the tournament leading up to the crowning of the number one contender, I liked it. All the matches were good. Can't miss television. Yeah. It, it, the, both of these tournaments, back-to-back years, have done everything that the Dusty Classic has it. Yeah. Overwhelmed me. Yeah. So, yeah. 
and it brought in Oni Lorcan, who's now a member of the, the roster, yeah. and it started the Cedric Alexander versus Oni Lorcan feud that's yeah. going to continue after past Mania. Yeah, right on. I'm all so, for it. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so you ready to get to the main show? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, uh-huh. John Cena is going to be in the front row again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he's going he's, he's gonna to be there. I just don't know what he's doing. No one really? knows yet. Although, I said on the last show, no one's going to fault him for just jumping Baron Corbin in the back, yep. taking his place. As of right now, all the pundits, all the uh, melters of the world, they don't have it happening. Really? Yeah. They're like, it's not in the works. It well, will be Baron Corbin. Well, so. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Well, what is your <laughs> opening? What what is your? Because you gotta have you gotta start strong. So I know yeah. you're not starting with Corbin Angle, are you? You're no, not. No. So where do you have? There's a bunch of really strong matches with a lot of emotions tied to them, and I think putting them all at the end of the show is going to be too much. It's going to be pacing. overloaded. Yeah. My show. I think we actually talked about this a little bit. My show would start with a Universal Title match. Yeah, yeah. It would be Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar because I, I think... like how I like how you did this too. Like you had a you had a good reason for doing this. Like we we well, I think we both came to the conclusion that something amiss should happen during the pre-show. Yeah, and it forces the match to take place. Yeah, like Paul. This is classic Paul Heyman. <laughs> like <laughs> it really is, and maybe it's a really short match. People aren't going to complain. Gonna be. Lesnar matches are always short. Well, the, yeah, I, I don't. I think what's the longest one been? Ten minutes, something fifth, like that. Ten, yeah. Twelve minutes, Daniel. Yeah, something. But that's the thing is that I will say that the Lesnar matches, even the long ones, they do feel longer. Not because mm. they're bad, but, but because you're always on the edge. Like yeah. you're always like, because you know that finish could happen any time. And there's a lot of stuff that happens around the match too. Well, the, the watching, I would say watching Brock Lesnar matches, especially in the last few years. Is like if you watch a NASCAR event with only three out of four tires inflated. <laughs> right. The crash will happen yeah. any second. Something yeah. bad and and, and, and yeah. just crazy will happen. And that's that's exactly what it is. This could be a two minute thing with starting off huge and the crowd's like yeah because it's not it's not going to close. Where else are you going to put it? Yeah. I think that is a brilliant idea to open that matchup. Yeah, I'm glad you got the ball rolling in that conversation. And it's. It's been so long, and I don't know if I speak for anyone besides me, and I think you probably feel the same way. I'm so over the Universal title being held hostage like it is, yeah. and I, it's, I don't care enough to be super pumped about the match. I really, really, really want Seth Rollins to win, but it's not necessarily in a good way. It's because I just want Lesnar not to have it. I want to see the title sometimes. Well, I'm, I take a bit of a different approach with it. I'm really glad it's Seth. And I'm glad, well, yeah. it, I mean, like, and, and, and I'm talking about last year, yeah. pre-Leukemia Roman. Yeah. And I hate that I have to say it that way, but I didn't want it to be Roman. I laughed when Brock won last year. Yeah. We both kind of did. Yeah. Uh, me more so, but uh, I was a little Robert De Niroing it right. in the crowd. But uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, this is the narrative that they are putting forward yeah. that is coming out of Seth's mouth is everybody's tired of you, Brock. Everybody's yeah. tired of this crap, and let's just move on. Like, and that's the thing is that's why I wanted to start the show with it so we can have it happen and then move on. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. Everybody can breathe a sigh of relief, yeah. and I think that'll really that sets a great tone for the show because obviously you're going to have longer matches. Let's let it happen now. WrestleMania is always nine hours anyway. Yeah. So a two-minute switchover with this kind of thing, yeah. and whether or not Lesnar's going to stick around, it's going to be, and it's always better for Lesnar when he loses. He's yeah. so much, he's like Baszler like yeah. in that sense, you know, like he's pissed off and chasing that belt. Like it's it's way more fun to yeah. watch. 
That's weird because he and he's a heel, but him chasing the title is actually more entertaining. Yeah, because he's scary and yeah. angry and yeah. yeah, you don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So yeah, done deal. Three minutes. I have Seth Rollins will and should win this match. Cool. All right. So where do you go from there? I, I like I said, this is kind of a rough sketch yeah. of a, a card placement. But I went to the SmackDown Tag Team titles after the big title match. The men's or? The, the men's. The okay. SmackDown title Oh, yeah, because there's only one women's. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that makes sense. I think the U.S. title match was in the same position last year. Yeah. Uh, the four-way. Because it, it feels similar because it's yeah. a four-way. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, tons of talent. Still proof positive that SmackDown is the better tag division. As weird as they've treated it this year, they still have the better teams. Yeah. Uh, I think top to bottom. It's a shame that the Good Brothers aren't in it. Yeah. Sandy should be in this position too. Yeah. So this is where it kind of really should be. Yeah. Once again, not hating on Black and Ricochet, but yeah, they took one of those team spots for sure. Yeah. 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 So that all being said, <laughs> I thought it was really interesting that that's the narrative they put forward for booking the match is this is a punishment for the Usos. It makes when, sense. Yeah. Yes, it does make sense because you give them more competition. However, they would have taken anything to be at Mania last year and all the other years prior. Sure. And they finally get that match. You know, they made a big deal out of this as yeah. their first WrestleMania. Yeah. Even though they've been here forever. Yeah. So I like the idea is that, like, this is a team that has every confidence in them. Yeah. We're the best. They won the match for their team on SmackDown yeah. and they get punished with a fatal four-way at WrestleMania. And I'd have been like, that's fine. Yeah. We'll do that. <laughs> and that's, I mean, I think it works from both sides of that. Yeah, the Usos are like, cool, we're yeah. on WrestleMania finally. Like the six days before the show, we finally get booked on on the, on the WrestleMania. But also from the other side of it, from the McMahon using Alexa Bliss as the conduit yeah. side of it, it's like, yeah, they did forfeit the match, and they did precisely what Vince McMahon didn't want them to do. Yeah. So he feels like it's punishment, but he doesn't realize, because he's out of his mind, that they actually want this. <laughs> yeah, and how dare the rest of those teams start punching and kicking away after the <laughs> announcement. They should have walked right over to the Usos, shaken their hands, and left the ring. Right. Thank you. Yeah. I have a match at WrestleMania, and I might win a championship. Thank you, Oost. Yeah. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah. Thank you, Jay. That's how that that's yeah. smarter. Well, yeah, but wrestler mentality—that's momentum. I know. I know. I'm they wanted to, they, the, they wanted the to injure them or something, yeah. something yeah. stupid like that. But sure. they should have just been like, or they should have at least been like, "Thank you, punch." You're right. <laughs> sure, I'll go. Let's see the happy medium sure. here. All right. <laughs> so, who do you pick to win that? I'm picking the Usos. I put that Ricochet and Black will win. Okay. And then I put I went back and forth with this, mm -hmm. but I immediately, uh, my final decision for should win is the bar. Okay. And I think that it would be really nice to see the Usos win. I just have that weird feeling that the bar is going to win, and mm -hmm. I'm also an equal fan of the bar, honestly. Yeah, I am too. They, I, I like feel, the Usos a little more. I feel worse, and this this really just in in a, in a even Steven for me in my brain. I went with last year's WrestleMania as my decider. That's fair. And if you put the journey for both of those teams in last year's WrestleMania, you know in your heart of hearts that the Bar need this one. They even though they've been the lackeys, yeah, and they've been the spoiler potential spoilers and all these things with Kofi. 
as just people. Right. Give this to the bar, please. I agree with I, I agree with your reasoning. I was looking more at the Usos being used as a prop for Shane and Miz. Sure. So. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm yeah. You know, I get weird frame of mind during WrestleMania mode, and I forget things. So that, that's a very valid point. And love the Usos all day. I've got the shirt. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. So next matchup, I have one of the many like grudge matches on the show. I'm going with Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre. Nice. I was wondering which grudge you were going to do first, yeah. and that's that. That's me. I, I like that booking. So, man, this is you know. As far as the who will win was a lot tougher for me. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm picking that Drew should win. Yes. Uh, Drew's just been constant. This is, And we're going to get into that thing where it's like, okay, I know there's a massive asterisk going into this match. I Anything that you say good about the kind of year that Drew had, you have to be like, well, who knows what Roman would have done if he'd have been here the whole time. Yeah. I mean... I think forward thinking and just because of that reasoning, I mean, I want Drew McIntyre to win this match. He is as over probably as he's ever going to be, even more so than without a title right now. Yeah, I've never seen somebody this strong without a title. And it's, I mean, it's you can make the argument for a few other people, but Drew is red hot right now. Without having had a title either. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. He's had the intercontinental title. Yeah. And a tag title on SmackDown when it was in like its darkest oh, days. Oh yeah, I, I was, guess I kind of meant like this run. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, just he hasn't. But this this new Drew McIntyre, yeah. the new and improved one, he'll even tell you the same thing. He's like, I wasn't ready the first yeah. time, and he's he's putting that on him. Maybe he's just being diplomatic when he says that. Yeah. He's like, I was a boy, and now I'm a man. Sure. And I I feel like it's just so obvious how huge he will be even yeah. more so in the future yeah. that I think even Roman's not going to even have a problem with this one. Yeah. I just feel, and I'm almost excusing it by saying that, I think, but I just see McIntyre win this. The matches he's put on versus Seth and Dean, yeah. I just don't see Roman spoiling that run. I don't think Roman can beat him uh, in this unrealistic bubble of fantasy sure, sure i just don't see that character losing and it's and i've really enjoyed the I, i've kind of gone into both those matches going oh but i wound up being like thoroughly entertained because yeah. they're just so good and yeah. he's really good at the violence yeah oh yeah he's so despicable because well, he's gigantic and you don't expect what he does to people a lot of times the claymore yeah. kick I, I love it you yeah know? And, i and, hated it when i when it was first kind of yeah. the thing i hated it in nxt but they've made they they've put it in great positioning. The yeah, post just, spot was yeah, great. Yeah, that was just about to say that. Yeah. The 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 stair spot on the yeah. on the stage yeah. with the dean's head in the oh, thing. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, you couldn't plan that better. Yeah, that was so well done. Yeah. So yeah, just little things like that. And I just, just like think... his headbutt, the Glasgow kiss, and like just everything he does is just like sudden and yeah. it just looks like it hurts a lot. Yeah, he's just a giant dude. I don't think they would have done all this to just have him lose to Roman and Mania. Yeah. I hope I'm. I really hope. That that's not what they're thinking is is like we we're just gonna like wouldn't that be a bitch like yeah. he's done all this over the last year just to have Roman cheered all the way. I feel yeah. I mean, I'm picking McIntyre myself to mm -hmm. win for all the reasons you just said. Right. Um, I can very easily see Roman Reigns winning this match though. Yeah, triumphant return of Roman sure. Reigns comes back from from yeah. illness and yeah. but. It, even though WWE doesn't know this, apparently, 
you can have guys like that lose and still not hurt them, and yeah. it would help McIntyre more going into the future, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Go, your best matches of all time at WrestleMania, both participants get out scot-free. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. All you have to do is have a great match. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> right, so are you picking McIntyre should and will yeah, yeah. okay I, I just think they're that's not forward thinking if if he loses sure just isn't all right so after Roman Reigns loses that match I think people want to see a title match next up is the U.S. title match Samoa Joe versus Rey Mysterio which is in question marks as of today oh, as really? of recording time because they said that Rey rolled his ankle on Raw and he's going to be a last minute Will he or won't he? Wow. He's going to get reevaluated over the weekend, and they unbooked him for SmackDown for that reason. Mm. He was supposed to wrestle Andrade on SmackDown, mm. got pulled because because of that. So we'll see. Uh, but I really hope that match happens. Yeah. I hope it's just a scare because that will be a great match. Yeah. How could Joe versus Ray not be great? We've yeah. seen it a few times since Ray's been back, yeah. and it has been great. So it will deliver. I just hope it happens. So, with that being said, I'm picking Joe on both. Will and should. Love Ray. Ray's greatness. He's in the top ten trailblazers of all time in sure. pro wrestling history. Yeah. Top five, probably, even. Uh, but Joe needs to win this. He needs to stay on that role. I agree. Uh, on his way to being a world champion, the, where, where he should be. Same. So. I'm picking Joe. All right. Even if they have to get a replacement for Ray, I'm picking Joe, whoever it is. And Dominic's gonna, uh, he's not gonna leave on his two feet, by the way. I'm just gonna <laughs> put that so? out there. Yeah. Yes. 21 year old Dominic Gutierrez. He's 21. Wow. He's, yeah, he's, he's seven years too late <laughs> to follow in his dad's footsteps. <laughs> yeah. But maybe, we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. Anybody trained by Landstorm, always gotta give him sure. the benefit of a doubt. Yeah, absolutely. So, as soon as I saw him, I told you that. As soon as I saw him on SmackDown, I just heard Clubber laying in my head going, yeah. dead meat. <laughs> Joe is going to get him so bad. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it sounds like I'm being sadistic about this, I, but I just know it's going to happen. It's like watching Jaws. You know right. someone's going to get snatched, yeah. and that is going to happen. Right. <laughs> and it'll probably happen on Sunday. Yeah. Probably. Even if the match doesn't happen, yeah. it will probably it still happen. Set it up for later, yeah. And that's what I would do. Yeah. I would totally book that backstage. Yeah. If he, Joe be like, yeah. I don't have a match. I'm pissed. I'm I'm taking down someone in your family, mm -hmm. or like he's using him as a Ray conduit. Yeah. That they probably should just think about doing that now. Yeah, give. I mean, it would suck for Ray to miss a mania, and yeah. he wouldn't want to. Yeah. But if he's fifty fifty on that ankle, you know he's going to want to go. Yeah. But just change it. Do that. Yeah. How much better is that for everybody involved? Yeah, for and sure. plus, you get this great blood feud going. Yeah. So all right. All right. With no blood. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is, for me, on my WrestleMania card, is another grudge match, Shane McMahon versus The Miz. Yeah, you know, I've actually, I don't know what it is, and I have said this many times, don't make me cheer for The Miz. I hate The Miz. Yeah. I, I just never been a fan, not going to be a fan. I think it's because I hate Vince so much right now, they got me, like, on this thing. Because... Okay. Shane, if the Vince thing wasn't going on, I wouldn't believe anything about this as far as the way Shane's acting. Sure. Just all of a sudden, I wake up one day and I'm a dick. Yeah. But it's really just that. His dad has actually carried this feud in my head. Okay. And The Miz has kind of convinced me on this. And at least you got The Miz. He pussyfooted around as a baby face the first time and it was yeah. awful. Yeah. At least this time he's going in and calling Shane a son of a bitch and going for the literal thing and yeah. all these kind of things like it's 
they've done the best job possible of making me give a shit about this match. Yeah. I will say that. Yeah. They're not they're not messing around on it. It's still the match I'm least looking forward to, that Same. being said. Um, the Miz will and should win on my card here. I mean, you know, there's all these other variables. There's just there's that whole thing. Yeah. But there's also, you know, Miz is still proven to be a big commodity for them with the TV show and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't see him not winning. He lost last year and, you know, and he took the fall last year, yeah. too. So, I just think that this makes sense. And I can't ever root for a McMahon who doesn't work a full schedule to yeah. uh, win. So, I'm going to put it on the full-time worker who deserves it. That also being said. But honestly, like I said, they've actually done a good job. I really think they have. You you have kind of mentioned to me that you don't feel the same way, though. Not entirely. I think your previous statement of doing the best that they could with what they wanted to do, I agree with that. I agree that Miz is very good on the mic, and I've said this many times. Mm -hmm. he, he can be very, very good on the mic when he wants to be, and but he can also not be. Recently, yeah. he's been very good with what he's been given. He... Mm -hmm. he I didn't believe and i didn't want to believe the whole story with his dad and everything i know yeah. it's real as real as he ever gets yeah um but within the context of the show i was like i don't really i don't buy the miz shane friendship i never ever bought it and was just waiting for it to blow apart which of course it did but of course we talked about it, we thought it would be the other way it really did but these last few weeks miz has come to the ring and he said stuff and he's been very emotional about it and very it feels genuine when he's saying it because he's getting emotional in the similar way to how he got emotional with the stuff with daniel bryan on the smackdown talking the, smack, yeah, thing, talking smack yeah. thing he's emotional but in a positive way for for being a good guy this time yeah where i have an issue is they have changed the way that the miz has wrestled in the ring recently the three-on-one handicap match He's wrestling like this superhuman babyface against all of sanity. Yeah, I, I thought that. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't buy that for a second. Yeah, it's that was crap. He has never done that in the yeah. past, and this is the guy that used brass knucks and anything he could possibly do to get away from Daniel Bryan last yeah. year. Yeah. But now he's taking going forward straight into battle and fighting all the three of these guys head on. I don't. I don't. Why it's couldn't he bring so, the Nucks out for his yeah. newly found no disqualification? Yeah, it, it's, it's going to be <laughs> a false always, count anywhere match. He should so, always have it on. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's the perfect opportunity for him to be dirty. Yeah. And you can make... Eddie Guerrero was a great babyface who did all of these things that could be despicable if yeah. you didn't love this guy so much. Yeah. But they just switching the way that he wrestles, I just... Yeah. It just feels like a mess to me. And no, I'm with just, you on that. Yeah. that. This match is being sold with the microphones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's the only match... I won't say that, actually. Uh, the the other grudge match you're going to talk about that's not yeah. for a title is kind of the same thing. But at least, you know, that thing's going to deliver. Yeah. So. And it just feels like it's crazy because I'm all about how I want WrestleMania to be the culmination of as close to a year of story as possible. And this goes back to last summer. Like, this whole thing started with the the cup thing that we never watched. Yeah. But, and so, I feel bad saying that it feels like such a mess, but to me it does. Yeah. Like, the characters don't match, they don't flow for me. Mm. Like you said, the Shane thing is just drop of a hat, I'm super evil. Like, 
we didn't there's no reason it was just yeah. it just happened yeah he's the biggest heel on smackdown right now. yeah and that's not he's right never, he hasn't been like that since he's been back yeah so we even kind of didn't hate shame when he was a heel the first time yeah yeah exactly <laughs> like he was kind of he was he was annoying but he told it totally made sense yeah. like yeah my dad's the boss yeah. that's all you need yeah I do like when he calls, uh, when he talks about Miz's dad's potato face. That <laughs> makes me laugh. Yeah. Oh, Shane brought one of the most, uh, I think to this day, a very underrated WrestleMania performance. Mm-hmm. That match against X-Pac is honestly yeah. one of the best matches of that yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. And surprisingly, but it was. I mean, I'll enjoy the match, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because What's he going to fall off of, by the way? Yeah, that's the thing. What is he going to fall off of? It- they have free reign for the entire city, Building. so city. Yeah, sure. they can fall off whatever they want to fall off. He's so. going to fall the Statue of yeah. Liberty into but the I mean, lake. You know, <laughs> pre-taped, of course. You know that's how the match is going to end. He's going to fall <laughs> off of something, and Miz yeah. going to pin him. Yeah, they're they're building right as we speak. They're constructing whatever he's falling <laughs> yeah. off of right now for the specific reason oh, yeah. for the fall. Yep. Um, all that being said, uh, I'm I am picking the Miz to win. I think. Storyline wise, it makes the most sense, and for Shane to win, like, what does that accomplish? It doesn't accomplish anything. They need Nothing. to do something about Shane being in charge of SmackDown after this is over, because with with a boss that's that overly, like, even Vince yeah, McMahon is doing it now too. At least move him over to Raw and yeah. have him not, have him kind of give him a timeout on SmackDown. Yeah, for sure. when Triple H is done with Batista or whatever, like he can come in, and be like, hey, yeah, bro. <laughs> You kind of need to leave for a while because yeah. this isn't working. Yeah, that'd be nice. Because that's the thing. Hunter's hand was forced. You could make the argument. Yeah. Am I leading into the next match or is that not clo- Is that not next? No, not next. Okay. I'm not going to put two grudge matches like that next fair to enough. each other. That, that's but, totally fair. Yeah, I'm kind of split it out a little bit. So this is about midway, right midway through the show. Okay. I'm going back to the tag titles, the women's tag title match. Another Fatal 4-Way. The Boston Hug Connection Versus the Iconics versus Natalia and Beth Phoenix the versus... Divas, the Divas of Doom? Yes. yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Versus Nia Jax and Tamina. Which I forget what they're called. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I tune Nia Jax out whenever she's on the mic anyway because she's <sighs> so horrible at it. So I mean, they just, they've just they let her have free reign with that, haven't it's, they? Yeah, I don't understand. It's unrelenting. Like pe- but And she doesn't get a reaction is the thing. It's not even like booing people out of the arena she just yeah. people don't respond to her done with her i've so, got a uh, boston hug will win and okay. iconic should win I, as much as i would love to see the divas of doom have that story yeah and i wouldn't hate that that'd be a yeah. lot of fun and i love the way beth is carrying herself she is yeah. not she is not a scared retired person no at the minute she stepped foot in that ring all doubt went away i think yeah. you know like Sure, some of those spots were a little awkward, but damn it, man, it's Beth fucking Phoenix, mm-hmm. and I think she's got that fire still. Mm-hmm. Actually, she's got a lot to prove because she really didn't have that going away match. Yeah, and you know she wants it, and if this is it, which I hope it's not, she deserves a better go away. Uh, but yeah, she, uh, I'm so happy to have her back. Yeah, absolutely. She was ahead of her time, and she deserves to be part of this evolution. Yeah, for sure. And mm-hmm. nothing that Beth Phoenix did in that tag match. Was as awkward as Nia Jax and Tamina trying to lift Bailey and Sasha at their last like title defense. <laughs> like it's just, it's just not. Beth showed that 
I would believe that Beth Phoenix is, I think she's going to lift one of them and she's going to slam one of them for sure. And it's not going to be weird and it's going to be awesome. That'd be amazing. Even if you had to like get them on the top rope first just to yeah. get it, make it happen. Sure. But yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah, so Iconics. Yes, I'm picking Iconics too. Yeah, we, we, It's we're... mostly because I just really, really, really want them to win. Yeah. And I just want to see them win because their pose is perfect for having title belts. Yeah, oh yeah. Because like, the hands on the hips, it's just, mm-hmm. it's going to highlight the women's titles better than anything that Sasha and, and Bailey have done. No offense to them. They're sure. great. They can have a nice feud over the summer for it, and I'll be happy with that. But I think the Iconics also have the most to prove because they were rightfully saying, hey, why aren't you appearing on our show? They don't need to keep these titles on Raw. Yeah. So I think they need to spread it out, and they need to do it at WrestleMania. And it's weird. like They've been with the company for a year, and it almost seems like they're in the Fandango position still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. This is going to be like the first match. It, it feels almost gonna, it almost feels like their first match with me here because yeah. like people aren't people have yet to take them seriously whatsoever. Yeah. They they it might as well be the Riot Squad in that position. I was about or, to say the exact same thing because Riot Squad is being used as a prop for the Raw well now and SmackDown Women's yeah. Title match and that's all they've been used this last year. And so. the Iconics had the same thing when Becky and Charlotte used them as props that one night when they both beat them, or when Charlotte beat both yeah. of them yeah. that one night. Yeah, within like five minutes yeah. total, which yeah. is so stupid. Yeah. I hate that shit. So hopefully this is their turnaround, and hopefully Riot Squad is the next one to get <sighs> something back. Yeah, I think they deserve better more than anybody <laughs> I could possibly say that about. In the company There's right now. There's a lot of women that deserve better right yeah, now. Yeah, but Riot Squad takes the cake. As far as like... Consistently not getting anything. As, yeah. far, as far as visibility versus success, yeah. hand over fist Riot yeah, Squad. Sure. Yeah. Um, next match up on my card is the retirement match. Kurt Angle versus Baron Corbin. You know what the will and shit on this is. Yeah. Do I really have to say it? No. No. I kind of painted the picture already, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> So, and yeah, so Kurt Angle with Pat McAfee and Joe and all them <laughs> getting fired at the end of it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I think this match needs to be like two minutes. Angle's greatest hits. Um, early on, um, I need early on for Baron to go for a high spot. Yeah. Angle grabs him and does the belly to belly off the top and just go from there. Yeah. Whatever Angle's five moves of Doom are. Yeah. Which is an overhead belly on the floor. Three uh, the, the the trifecta suplexes mm-hmm. German style, angle slam, angle lock. Yeah, I've always called it the angle lock, even though they call it the ankle lock. Still, I think. Yeah, they they, they should used always to call have been it the angle lock. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah I, they so. used to. Yeah, angle lock with um, the the on the mat version of the angle oh, yeah. lock. Yeah, <laughs> a good one. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it. It's, it's got to be that way, and I feel like it probably is because. Yeah. I've enjoyed the farewell tour for what it says about the respect that people have for Kurt Angle. Yeah, and but the been... last few matches they've either gone real short or they've been interrupted and didn't even happen. Yeah. Ray didn't happen. Uh, Styles didn't really happen. And that was a heartbreak. I was yeah. I was really looking forward to those matches yeah. too. That really pissed me off. Yeah. But you know maybe that's because maybe he doesn't. I know. feel like they're protecting him. Yeah. quite a bit. Um, having. I mean, to be fair, going in, you can't have super long matches with all those guys in a row weeks leading up to... Sure. Especially, like, anybody can't, but especially someone who isn't a full-time wrestler and is ready to retire physically. And two broken necks. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't owe us anything. Yeah, <laughs> there's, exactly. There's, yeah. there's also that. 
as much as I love like the Gable match. Yeah. It was awesome, but it kind of felt like a scrimmage. Yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah. and that's just the way it is, you know, yeah. yeah. So that was his last great match so far. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, he yeah. wrestled Joe after that. It was. Yeah, that it, was really good, too. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the, the Joe and that seemed awkward, too. It little. was a little bit different because they were having to protect Joe in a certain way, too, yeah. because he had the U.S. title match. Gable, it didn't matter what they did with Gable, sure. so they could just go in and. And do whatever. Yeah. And you hope that a torch has been passed. Like, I need Chad Gable to show up on Raw the next yeah. night and be like, okay. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. That's all I'd want for me. I'm going to base my career on Kurt Angle. Yeah. And that's all he has to say. Yeah. And people will be behind him now. Yeah. They'll give him a trial, but he'll win him over. Yeah. Anybody that's not won over by Chad Gable, I think... All you have to do is do that. Kurt's not going to care if they do yeah. that. I think that's, that's easy. He should he should get a new singlet, like kind of maybe not exactly like one of Angles, but a tribute to it. I think and just sure. go with that. Yeah. And I think I there's a space for it right now. There's an opening because the last match that Rude and Gable had it was like well like this past week or the week before I don't remember, but they had a match and Gable lost the match. He he got. Pen. Did you see it? No. no. Okay. Thanks, Hulu. <laughs> well, they had a match. Gable took the fall, and the commentators didn't say anything about it, but the camera lingered on Bobby Roode, oh. and it, it wasn't that he looked, like, mad, but he looked distraught in oh, a way. Yeah. So I think there's space there to allow them to break up, which I think they should. I prefer them separate. Yeah. And, and um, give them a great match on that post-Mania yeah. Raw. So, exactly. That can be the breakup, and then Gable goes off on his own, he does the whole angle thing, angle tribute, until whenever Jason Jordan comes back, Jason Jordan comes in. I'm this man's kid. Yeah. Like, we need to have a talk. And sure. there's another feud for the, that's that's Gable's whole year, right? And you there. could either reunite the team. Yeah. Or you could have him feud. Yeah. Or both. I want to see Gable go off on his own. I do too. I think He's they good. need to stop putting him in tag teams. I know, I know. Especially if they're gonna break up the great tag him and Shelton Benjamin was great, yeah. but then they broke it up for no reason. Yeah, I know. And put him in another tag team. Yeah, they were finally getting good, and they broke him up. Yeah. Ugh. So, anyway, that's Chad Gable, who's not on WrestleMania. Well, I guess he's probably going to be in the He's in the Battle Royal. Show, you know? Yeah, he, he definitely is in the Battle Royal. I checked. All right, so next up on my card is the Intercontinental title match. Bobby Lashley versus the Demon? Question mark? Oh, it is the Demon. Yeah. He's on the poster and everything. Oh, really? So, they're not going to not deliver yeah. the Demon, and plus that promo, you know. So yeah. yeah. You can't not say that and not deliver yeah you just can't yeah and it's time for the demon to come back for sure yeah, yeah. he didn't he didn't do it last year at mania yeah so they the last time was against uh baron, baron corbin SummerSlam. and it didn't matter because corbin got his win back like right away yeah, yeah so that's probably another reason why they've been gun shy about bringing yeah. the demon back but that being said i yeah i think finn finn like yeah that's a finn should and finn will no doubt about it and here's the other thing even though i'm not a bobby lashley fan and I'm a Leo Rush fan on top of it. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little conflict there. A little bit. Not too much. Sure. But with the whole thing about him getting... With Finn getting the shot by winning that handicap match against Lashley and Jinder yeah. Mahal. That sounds ludicrous, right? And I'm yeah. like, that's stupid. But I gotta say, whoever put that match together should have a job for a long time with yeah. WWE. Because how convincing was that? Yeah. And I have always hated... The one guy beating the two, sure. almost no matter what. Yeah. There, are, of course, are exceptions. But for the most part, it's stupid. Yeah. That match was handled so well. Yeah, I agree. And, and like even Jinder, who took the fall, 
barely came out looking like a dick. Yeah. Just because of the way that the match panned out. Yeah. There was a slip in the plans. Finn took advantage, won the match. It was yeah. great. He did it with five guys against him, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. And it still looked like it totally... Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That That's also a testament to how over Finn is. Sure. And how much yeah. I like him. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's an underrated Raw segment that should be analyzed for years to come, yeah, I think. Yeah, anyway, go but, watch it again with fresh eyes. But, I mean, I yeah. enjoyed the segment. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. watch it before Mania. Tell yeah. me if I'm just crazy. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I'm picking... Balor, of course, yeah, and he needs to <laughs> needs to get away from the Bobby Lashley thing because I didn't really like how the Leo Rush to finally break out on his own too. Yeah, Let's... that too, and I didn't really like. It felt like when Balor won the title, it felt like they thought it was a mistake because <laughs> how Lashley won it back because yeah. they wanted Balor to chase it into Mania, yeah. which makes sense. They're like, oh shit, we forgot. Yeah, exactly. It felt. <laughs> It, it was one of those things that felt like on the fly decisions that were like, oh, in retrospect, we probably shouldn't have done that. Let's just let's just undo that and not really even mention that anymore. I call that bad raw reparations. Yeah. They did that. To, they really did. That was yeah. part of that whole thing. Yeah. That that happened on that watch. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. That's why it happened. So I haven't always liked the 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 way the story has gone, but. Every time I see Balor, I always love it. So Yeah, they shouldn't be conflicted at uh, stopping to make Leo a hype man anymore because yeah. they need to put that on pause. Not because he's yeah. not good at it, because he's great at it, yeah. first of all. Second of all, he's got time. Yeah, He's got plenty of time to yeah. be a manager later on. Yeah. He's He's got that Jimmy Hart yeah. thing, man. And I say Jimmy Hart specifically yeah. because that's the kind of guy he's going to be yeah. and has been. He's a... Like, that, that little runt... You know, that is exactly yeah. what Leo is, yeah. and I mean that with the most, all the love in the world. Yeah, and that's but the he's thing, a great fucking wrestler, goddammit. That match that he had with Balor, we talked <laughs> about it, and it's, oh. it was real, real good. I want to see that at WrestleMania. Yeah, and it showed that if you have champs like Finn Balor or Seth Rollins or these guys of that stature and of that style of wrestling... Mm-hmm. It's not unbelievable for Leo Rush to compete with them on the same level. And I think in the land of the Giants, it the higher-ups don't see Leo Rush as believable beating no. anyone on the show. Not right but now. I think that match would hopefully open different eyes and maybe hopefully people who have yeah. some sway in that. When's the XFL starting? <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> um, next up on my show is the grudge match, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles. Man, I gotta tell you, this is... Uh... This echoes, and because of Torton also, yeah. for me this echoes the Punk feud that was arguably with like there, the WrestleMania went to twenty seven in Atlanta. Yeah, it was like a three match show. Yeah, okay, the Orton Punk match was yeah. really good. Yeah, the the Taker Triple H match was pretty good. You know, yeah. as far as a marquee thing, yeah. you know, and the opener Edge versus Alberto. Yep, great stuff. Glad I could have seen it live. So it kind of makes me feel like this is the Punk feud yeah. because it's gonna. It's going to be a potential show stealer. I think so. And I, I think it's really neat because you t- these guys that have about the same amount of t- uh, playing field time, you yeah. know, and they've made a point to talk about their differences. Yeah. They've been going the same amount of time. AJ's got a few years on him. That's the other thing. I, I brought like that up. two years, yeah. actually. Yeah. And I brought that up earlier. But the fact that it's really neat that you have this match here, and I'm this is the perfect perfect time to do it because 
first of all, the promos have been excellent. Yeah. I love when they go real when it's something like this. Mm-hmm. It's so cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, fucking bringing up the failed drug test. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. But you're, I even said this, I said this to you off air. I said this to my wife. You're not going to see any more two guys that are going to go out there that night that don't at least uh, get to each other backstage at some point And they're like, you know what we're going out there yeah. to do, right? You're going to have these really massively vetted guys. But somehow they kind of have that chip on their shoulder yeah. still. Yeah. Uh, you know, because they're like, I know we're good and that's why we're on the show. Mm-hmm. But we're not We're not in a title match. Yeah. And we all have had these title matches at WrestleMania. And yeah. we've been world champions. And we both know that we're very good. You're going to see two egos come together and be like these two positively charged ions. Yeah. They're going to deliver a shit hot match. And... They're going to be hungry at the same time. Can you say that about any two other guys with this amount of uh, miles on them? Uh, It's hard to really come up with somebody right now. Like, to put this in perspective, Angle has been a pro for as long as AJ has. Oh, yeah. And you see the different paths that they took. Yeah. So you can't say that about Angle. Angle's going to have a blast. Yeah. But he's not going out to have the same kind of match. Oh no! I mean, that's for his. Sure. And that's his journey. That's yeah. no, that's not a shot at him. Yeah. So it's going to be real cool. These these veterans. Yeah. These guys are about as old as we are. That are going to be like, oh, we're taking this. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see what they do because Orton, in the, on the show and online, he, his reputation with the indie guys, and that's how he's setting up this thing mm-hmm. is. It's me versus the Indies, and that's what AJ Styles yeah. represents in this. And yeah. I just, it's it's really cool for like longtime fans, I think, to see yeah. this kind of come together because we've seen it all. Yeah. Like we've seen both things. Yeah. And even though we're we've seen all the WWE stuff. Yeah. And we kind of haven't seen all of the other stuff. Yeah. But we know it well enough. Yeah. And we were happy that AJ came over. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. one of those things. So. We but we take ownership in that indie thing. It's weird, you know, like yeah. because we watch it. Yeah, Any, anybody that does does and should. Yeah. So yeah, that's it's just so fun. And isn't it gonna be weird? And I I don't I feel like I might even be jinxing it by saying it. Isn't it gonna be weird if we come out a year later going? Do you think that that Styles Orton match was better than the Styles Nakamura match at Mania? Yeah, I can see that happening. Isn't that gonna be bizarre yeah. that there's actually potential for that to happen? Yeah. Man, what a wacky ass industry that we yeah. <laughs> that I mean, we are a fan of. <laughs> we've talked about it over the past few months how Orton it really delivers in his big time matches recently because I think yeah. he's they're saving him for marquee matches yeah. and so he's just putting it all into it and it's yeah. it's it's cool to see. Yeah, the, I mean you said that the Jeff Hardy Hell in a Cell match yeah. with Orton was like kind of the sleeper match of the year. Yeah. So and yeah. AJ Styles just blows it out of the water every time he goes yeah. out there. So yeah. yeah. That that also speaks to like a guy that should have that mandatory time off, not yeah. just because he has a family. Yeah. But AJ is it's almost he's like the worst enemy of himself for being that good and that consistent. Yeah. There's no story there with him because most of his stories suck. Yeah. This has been the best storyline he's probably had since the John Cena feud. Easily. Yeah, probably. Uh, well the Nakamura feud is just because, you know, it's it's it, a it's a high low, but yeah. This like 
I need I kind of need to AJ to have that kind of mandatory time off. Yeah. I want I need to miss AJ because yeah. he's one of those guys that's so good. You yeah. take him for granted. You do, and because he's always on and he's he always yeah. does well. But you do if you see him all the time. Yeah, you just kind of expect it. Yeah, and that suck. Yeah, but it's it, the it truth. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so are you picking Styles? Yeah, yeah. I I just. Uh, I even think Orton's picking AJ at this point. <laughs> so I'm going to go with it. Cross the board. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. So we only have three matches left. Oof. Big time matches. Um, I am putting Triple H Batista as my next match. I like Third it. From last. Yeah, I like it. Because I know, I know what you're doing here. Yeah. So I, I like the pacing so far. This is an entertaining WrestleMania and I haven't even watched mm-hmm. it yet. Hey, <laughs> Do you think that they're playing it right with Batista? Like, he went out there... Unless they clipped my raw. They didn't. <laughs> he went out there. They played the video of him beating Hunter over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Which is about three times. Yeah. That's about right. Yeah, sure. I've seen him it, beat him. It, it seemed like more in the video. But yeah. yeah. And then he goes, kiss my ass. And he drops the mic. That's it. That was the problem, That's right? That's what happened. Okay. Yeah. I liked it. I, I I didn't hate it either. Yeah. I kinda, it's, it's kind of almost like, whew, thank yeah. you for not doing a 20-minute promo. Um, also, further proof, Hunter watches Botchamania. I know for sure that he does now okay. because of the Spice Girls joke that he made uh, the previous week. Go go back. Go watch Botchamania okay. from a few weeks I guess ago. I that. Yeah, he watches. <laughs> right. He watches every. He really is a wrestling yeah. sponge because he, you know, he's got that on his YouTube sure. subscription. Yeah. Uh, under a different name, of course. Sure. Uh, so yeah, I. You know what? This is. I'm looking forward to this Batista match more than any Batista match in 13 years. I, I'm going to go with that. I'm the same. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to the match. Uh, possible retirement match for Triple H. I am picking Batista. I think Batista should win. Yeah. Um, Me too. I, That's I, a, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's time. And his, yeah. his thing. I, 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 they're, they're, they painted this whole thing yeah. with Batista for some reason wanting to wrestle Hunter. And I still don't really know why. Yeah. It's like Hunter wrote all of this for himself. Sure. This is his out. Yeah. And Batista is the guy that's doing him the favor. That's all this is backstage. Yeah. It has to be because who else is really going to do it? I yeah. mean, we've done the Undertaker thing, which that should have been it. The, yeah. the Hell in a Cell match, that, okay, that yeah. probably should have been it. Yeah. But now that it's not, this is the only one, really. Yeah. And you can have that really fun Charles Barkley asterisk. I didn't beat this guy. That's yeah. his Michael Jordan. I just yeah. just couldn't beat him. Yeah. So yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure they're fine with each other. I don't believe all that. Like, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. I don't... They weren't fine with each other. This match wouldn't even be happening. Exactly. Of course. Yeah. Or he's gonna get jobbed in a minute and be like, ha ha, fuck you. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, Batista but... wouldn't come back to do that. No, there's no. no reason for that. No, but uh, yeah, I uh, I just think Batista will and should win this match. Yeah. For that reason, and everybody's got to have that one guy. Yeah. Otherwise, it's boring. Hmm. And, you know, yeah, Hunter Hunter needs to stay out of the ring forever, finally. Yeah. It's it's about damn time, you know. Yeah. Keep going to the gym all you want. I don't care. I don't never need to see a fat Triple H. <laughs> There's that. Right. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they they got the violence thing going on, so it doesn't even yeah, have to be a good match. It's no holds barred, so it's, they can do whatever. It has to be a fight. Yeah. So that'll, that'll mask anything. Just... Like with the Vince McMahon Bret Hart match, yeah, was there to do mask yeah. anything that's gonna go wrong. And I can't imagine. I mean, Batista's in phenomenal shape, but I can't imagine that he's still in even as good of like ring ability as he was last time we saw him. Yeah, I mean, because you work different body parts yeah. to do this. Yeah. So 
you know, ever since he's known, he's probably taken some sort of precaution. But yeah, yeah at the same time, you know, he's going he's gonna to take a few bumps. I'm actually going to bump count him. That's the one guy I'm going <laughs> to yeah. bump count at Mania is Batista. So yeah, Triple H is going to do most of the work. Yeah. It's that's fine. Yeah. I expect that. And then he'll go to All Elite and be Drax the rest of his career because <laughs> right. that's they're going to want that. Yeah. I mean, how how do you not want that? <laughs> right. Or at least make cameos on television. Well, they'll, 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 they're so like irreverent, you know, with being the elite. Yeah, I could totally yeah. see him just showing up yeah. at some point here and there. <laughs> anyway, he probably won't. But probably uh, not. it's neat that they made it seem like he was going to sign with them for a minute. Yeah, because he had dinner with Jericho. Yeah, that was funny. I, I like that Jericho. Hey, wouldn't it be great? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. So they shouldn't hate him for that reason. Nah. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. What's the what is the second? I know what it is. What's the second to last match, Chris? It is the WWE title match, Dan O'Brien versus Kofi Kingston, where Kofi Kingston will finally win the WWE title. Will and should. Yes. No doubt about it. And, wow. I mean, there's no, we, we've all been told this in the promos. Just It's just weird, Daniel yeah. being in the position he's in, yeah. fighting the guy that's in the position that he was yeah. in. He's become the thing he hates. I suppose we should have seen it coming from a mile away at yeah. this point. But I just never... I never saw us uh, rooting against Daniel. I just never saw it ever yeah. for some reason. But he was a great heel in ROH. And, and yeah. it makes all the sense in the world. And this is, I've said it over and over again, this character. Yeah. <laughs> he's really gone back on the uh, the eco thing for the suit because it doesn't It doesn't, it doesn't need really it. apply. It does, yeah, it, he doesn't need it there. If he did, I could have talked about all the plastic that he wasted backstage yeah. trashing the uh, the locker room. That's not no. eco-friendly. No. No. Oh, no. So we're going to have to talk oh, about that no. later. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, and I guess uh, at this point, uh, if it'd be really extra cool if uh, there could be Rowan Mania Fest during WrestleMania week where they, maybe like the Hammerstein Ballroom, mm-hmm. they get all the metal bands whose shirts that he's worn <laughs> over the last three months to be at that one show. That'd be cool. Because, you know, as far as like he's got decent modern metal taste i'm not a fan of every one of those bands yeah. but I, I always wait for the rowan shirt yeah i was like okay none of those bands totally suck and that's saying a lot in modern metal i will say yeah. so yeah. anyway so yeah there's there's my mania uh leaving money on the table wrestlemania week right there <laughs> all right so uh, sorry my, my stupid rock festival fantasies aside do you shouldn't the new day have just occupied smackdown like a month ago, and they could have yeah. saved Kofi all of well, this time. <laughs> they, they said they were going to like this past like two weeks ago or whatever, and they didn't need to because Vince came out right away. After three gauntlet matches, they decided yeah. to occupy. Yeah, they're they're overdoing the gauntlet match thing a bit, I think. But I, I understand it's, why. They, they got it's gonna have to be a while now. They, they need they, to not do one for a long time, at least a at year. <laughs> so, and it, it was clear to me what was happening the entire time with Kofi it was clearly obvious that he was gonna get the spot there was still the doubt because wwe does stupid crap all the time sure i mean with 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 the women's main event i thought all bets were off yeah i really thought wow um they're really gonna just but they could put kevin back in it the amount of that was the only thing i was worried about it was gonna be a multiple person match yeah that too the the amount of obstacles they put in kofi's way and the insurmountable odds made me Every time they kept doing it, it made me more sure that he was going to get the title shot. Yeah. Because um, it's convincing everybody else who isn't convinced. Yeah. And even though they know they've got the crowd at the show, yeah. I feel like that they feel like some of the people at home may still not get it. You know, yeah. like they're not, maybe... But it's every crowd they go to is the same. I, you know? Hey, I'm with you. I just think that they think that they actually kind of believe what they say. Yeah. Like, in a, in a sense, like... 
there's a certain type of fan that's just the WWE fan that yeah. has seen the way they they've been programmed to believe that Kofi is a certain type of wrestler that is not a world champion. I really do believe that there are people like well, I'm that. I'm sure there are, yeah. And so this I guess this was for them, you know, yeah. but also at the same time, I mean, after after this year, I don't know, how, how much longer do you think Kofi's even going to go? Yeah, I, don't <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. this year, this one year probably took five years off of his yeah, career. He's done a lot in these first few months of this year. It's, it's like a band that tours a hot yeah. record for like two years, three yeah. years, and that. It's. That I mean, takes... it feels like he's going like all in, like he's pushing everything into this, yeah. which it makes it a great story. Yeah. I think as obvious as I just said, it seemed to me how the story was going along. I think it's still well done in that it was Kofi Kofi got the shot at Elimination Chamber out of nowhere. Who knows if that was actually planned that way or not, but the perception is that it wasn't. And then that gauntlet match, the perception is that he reminded everyone, whether that was planned or not, the crowd reaction, he reminded everyone, hey, this guy is really, really good and mm. he can do whatever. And... The journey is really cool. It's like an abbreviated version of the old Daniel Bryan yes movement thing. Yeah. But it still has the same feeling to yeah. me. With like and almost the equal amount of ring time. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> and the for me with Daniel Bryan, the yes movement, that was years of knowing his stuff on the indies and I had mentioned like the connection I feel to yeah. him because he trained with Sean when I would have gone. Sure. The mis so, the mistreatment at NXT, I mean yeah. all the way down to that. Yeah. You know? So um, and but for Kofi I feel like it's a little different and I feel like it's more of a connection with the WWE bubble fans who only watch WWE cuz yeah, he's been here for 11 plus years or whatever. So yeah. you have seen this journey and this guy that almost rose to the top but was pushed back down in that feud with Orton that he had yeah. and he's still feeling the effects of that you know and it's cool to see um they brought so much stuff into it like Big E said to Vince's face like guys like us don't get shots like this yeah and you saw Vince's face when he said that and yeah. that they left it there yeah but you know people talk about it yeah and I'm glad they didn't go there all the way yeah I, it was it was perfectly done well the way yeah. he did it yeah and I liked that you talked about how you relate to Daniel on that level of yeah. being a potential trainee with him yeah because actually when I heard Kofi's Art of Wrestling interview years ago this mm. is like probably 10 years ago when the show was really new still. And I related to Kofi's story. Yeah. Like he, and actually Kofi was in a better professional position while he was still working as an indie wrestler prior to his WWE job. Cause he was an indie guy, mm -hmm. but he was like working in an office. And at that time I was working in a shitty office oh, yeah. and it was like the same kind of thing. Like I remember, and he even talked about the phone call he got about getting the shot wow. and he was at work on break at lunch yeah. and i remember that happened to me at a similar uh, time to getting a different job call and he goes yeah. don't tell anybody <laughs> and they were like don't tell anybody and i was <laughs> that's like awesome. Ooh, that's weird yeah. so yeah for real that's what i use i think he was working like at the corporate office like fedex kinko's or something like wow. that and this is like right before his ecw debut he yeah. was still working there that's cool. and he was like i had to say you know let's let's go do this yeah. you know like he you know invest in yourself and I was like, I know I got a, I got a wife, and you know, yeah. so like, you know, he took a chance on himself. So like, he was a absolute working class stiff, yeah. in the same way that Daniel is. Yeah. So you know, they're not different at all. They're they're really not. <laughs> they're not. Yeah. But yeah, it's just neat that like, I mean, it's a really nice emotional story. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It's gonna be a better WrestleMania because of it. Yeah. 
And yeah, those shirts are going to be everywhere. That Kofi shirt is yeah. just going to be everywhere. Yeah. I love it. Kofi Mania. Hashtag Kofi Mania. Hashtag WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> speaking of that. Yes. So speaking of that, after basking in the positivity of Kofi Kingston winning the WWE title. All bets are off after that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We're going to get the Raw and SmackDown women's title winner take all triple threat match. Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch. It's not the match I wanted. Uh, I'm going to enjoy the match. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. I haven't liked all the build up to it. Um, I teased... I liked that last segment on Raw. I got to tell you. I, <laughs> okay. I liked that. So back... let's talk about that first. Sure. The police, the Keystone cops trying to wrangle the wrangle cats uh that's what it felt like they they had no idea what they were in, getting into when they went out there i loved everything about that segment because some of it was really bad that's and the thing that's... is <laughs> so the segment in the ring when after i like okay, let me back up i'm getting ahead of myself there's too much going on in my brain right now um the segment started as a six woman tag team match three on three yes with the sacrificial riot squad as once the, again the aforementioned riot squad as the sacrificial lambs the props if you will for the three women that we just mentioned and the stipulation was if or whoever whoever turns, acts like a son of a bitch yeah <laughs> they said whoever turns first i guess i don't know why they said it that way yeah. maybe because that they would have thought they'd be disqualified or whatever but yeah. i don't know Whoever turns on their teammates is out of the triple threat. So clearly no, none of them are going yeah. to turn on their teammates. Yes. And then immediately after the match, Ronda Rousey uh, puts Liv Morgan in the arm bar, immediately gets up and just punches Charlotte. Yeah. I, I thought that was great. Was I great. loved it. Yeah, yeah I loved yeah. that. Because Charlotte really, it looked like she was realistically caught off guard. Because yeah. she literally just tagged out yeah. arm bar within like five seconds. Yeah punch yeah like and that the, was great the thing where it, ronda rousey is when she does these attacks she's doing them in a way to make it look more realistic and more violent than than a lot of other typical yeah. pro wrestling attacks she still has that credibility yeah. i mean she still kind of wrestles like that in the ring it sure. looks it yeah. looks she looks different than anyone else yeah which i like it's still fun yeah so it turns into this big brawl security is called Police are called the the people in the ill-fitting uh, blue police uniforms and that couldn't keep their radios, uh, the radios on their radio shoulder. Was my favorite thing. The, you see, they sent for the man. Yeah. Kicked the radio out. Yeah. That was good. The one guy that almost tripped himself with his radio and Becky like Lynch kicked four, it away. Four times. She's yeah. watching the whole thing. She's like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they start holding him back and Ronda Rousey is the first to get handcuffed because she won't stop hitting people yeah. and becky lynch attacks her yeah. while she's handcuffed which becky isn't the law you, you can't you can't strike someone yeah, who course. is in police custody you yeah. will get arrested yeah. that's on the level meanwhile charlotte's watching there's that cutaway shot of charlotte just watching like oh well she yeah. was kind of smiling a little yeah, bit you thought she was gonna get i thought she was just gonna room. like stay there and watch it but yeah. no she attacks too all because they needed all three of them to get handcuffed. To go to jail. The Your entire main, main event is in well, handcuffs. They they've only had one half of a main event go to jail before, yeah. so now they had to double down yeah, on themselves. Right. And I yeah. get that part. Triple down. Dude, yes. they were stepping on their feet like yeah. that was like everything about. <laughs> That's I the thing. This is sports entertainment at its finest. When they got to handcuffing all three of them, it turned into a kick fight up the ramp. 
And um, it never stopped. The police were falling over each other. Um, and they kept kicking, and they kept kicking. And I thought the segment was over when they went backstage, because I think they went to a commercial. Charlotte and Rhonda were doing the stepping on the feet and yeah. fighting. And, and actually, Becky was being pretty good. Yeah. She was actually being respectful yeah. of the cops. She did not step on their feet. We were paying attention yeah. to all this. And then it still keeps escalating. But just when you think it's over, it keeps going. And yeah. that's really what that that's comedy 101 you, yeah you add to it that's the thing it got pretty funny to me <laughs> so we think it's over i figure they're gonna do like a during commercial break they were hauled yeah. away snore and you're gonna see the replay yeah. over yeah. and over and that's why it was in the middle of the show yeah. that should have ended the show yeah. and i hate that they did that just so they could replay it for another hour yeah. and a half that's stupid yeah that is the damn closer of the show yeah. sorry anyway, continue but what we see is not during the commercial break. They're back to live as they're being taken to these police cars. And the cops have no idea what they're doing. And they they put Charlotte in a police car. And in the one unmarked police car, they put Becky and, and Rhonda in, in the back seat together. together. And that's where the it flipped to me. That camera shot of going, like, you see Becky's, the side of her head, and then it pans over to where you see Rhonda and Becky realize they're in the car together and it takes them like two or three seconds and they slowly look at each other and then they just start kicking. Playing feet fight, like <laughs> yeah. when you're a kid, like footsie yeah. fight. That's and that's when I laughed. And I was like, oh. okay, this is still happening. Oh so good. And then she oh. kicked out the window. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and then they so they pull Becky out and somehow Ronda Rousey is crawling between the seats as we're doing this. We pan over. For some reason, that one woman cop didn't... She kept putting people in the wrong places. She opens the door and Charlotte bounds out of this other car and starts kicking at Becky. And then while that's happening, Ronda Rousey somehow, with her hands behind her back, turns the car on, shifts it into gear. You can drive with her knees, yeah. The shift. She had to shift it into gear. She did it with her head. It's the old one. It's the old... And she slams into the other car and they eventually finally get him out. But yeah, it was... They kick through the window. Their head gets kicked into the window. That was good. Great spot. That was remind me of the Claymore from a few weeks ago. Have you seen the and the look on her face? Someone got a still shot of. I think wrestling memes just took it and put in the uh, Ace Ventura Rhino butt birth <laughs> with the same look on her That's face like. with her face sticking out of the window. <laughs> okay, sorry that that added to it for me yeah. today. I saw both things like back to back almost. Yeah, oh. it was. But yeah, it was. I understand why they did it, <laughs> but watching it live, the replays make it look like oh man, it's so violent. But watching it live, it's it's a comedy bit. It's straight up. It's a comedy bit. It's the best build up to a WrestleMania main event since yeah. Daniel Bryan. Just, I gotta say, it's just like, a kick fight, man. It was so great. Stomping on their feet yeah. though, oh, so good. Because you no know, one's gonna do that in real life yeah. unless they're like on like on PCP because that just adds into your charges. <laughs> I mean, and they get out the next day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, like this is this is wrestling, man. This is just like yeah. wow. So it's a big wow. I want to talk about one thing, because I teased it on the last show. It's your die, man. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about uh, Rousey, Ronda Rousey has backed off of this in the past few weeks. But the night after Fastlane, she got a promo in the ring. We talked about, or mentioned, the Twitter exchange that Becky and Ronda had. Yeah. Um, I, if, I'm not going to go into everything. But if you want to read about it, I, I did actually write something about it on the website. So go to cnjradio.com. Nice. Read about it. 
but I wasn't sure whether to believe it was real or not, and I always tend to believe that it's not real. And seeing what she did on f the night after Fastlane, yeah, the Twitter exchange probably wasn't 100% real. Um, but Ronda Rousey was breaking character in such a way as saying that pretty much 100% on WWE television saying wrestling is fake, it's not real, it is not a real sport, this is not a competition, yeah. I'm going to beat up Becky and Charlotte for real because I am a real fighter and they're not. I knew they were always going to do that yeah. at some point. Like You, know. you people watching this are stupid, you're yeah. a mark. She said that online yeah. actually and this really badly cropped uh, image meme that she, yeah. she, she, her Twitter game needs some work for sure. Uh, yeah. So that promo... I like the attitude. I think she's better when she's angry and she keeps it short and loud. Yeah. Just but, like a Joan Jett song. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the content of it, I have a real problem with. Sure. I don't... Because, for one, I don't need... We talked earlier about people outside that don't necessarily understand wrestling. Yeah. That we have to yeah. feel like we're defensive about yeah. it. I don't need that from my show. I don't need my wrestling show to yeah. tell me I'm an idiot. For liking wrestling, I know that. And I, I'm going to defend Ronda a little bit, and I, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Well, I, told, I think she was told saying, to, told to do that. Of course she was, because she she's a fan. Yeah, she was doing. I'm not saying I'm not laying this at Ronda. Sure. I'm not mad at Ronda for doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I'm mad at the story for shoveling that towards yeah. me because they wanted her to be the middle ground. Like, they wanted her to be the tweener in yeah, this. And that's the only to, way they could have done they it. They needed to differentiate between the three. Yeah. And that was the way for her to do it. Yeah. Um, it's the only card she had to play at that point. Mm, I well, don't think that's true. Well, here's the thing. is it, 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 it goes too much in paralleling Charlotte's thing. Yeah. Is it, like, there's some privilege there. Yeah. It's a different kind of privilege. But there's privilege there. And that's why I think that's why they went the way. I'm not defending it, but yeah. that's why they went the way they did on it. Guess what would have solved that? Huh. Put Charlotte versus Asuka... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm, you know I'm yeah, all for it. That's all yeah. we talked about. That's all we wanted last year. But they did back off of it a little bit. I did not like Ronda Rousey's husband like getting involved. I'm glad that that was just a one-night thing. But the, the thing that I find really stupid about the whole breaking character thing is that she's saying it's fake, it's not real, I'm going to do whatever I want, and I'm going to win the title. She's saying that this is fake, but I want to keep this fake wrestling title for that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And she goes on two weeks later in the Twitter exchange. She was making fun of Becky Lynch for fake police photos um, that she posted that are on her T-shirt now that yeah. she was wearing again uh, on SmackDown this uh, yesterday. Yeah. Meanwhile, didn't they all take that photo? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yet Ronda Rousey does the exact same storyline. Yeah. So she, you can't have it both ways. Like, you can't break character like that. I just but, don't think she likes being called Ronnie. Right. You can't break character like that. <laughs> yeah, I, and, know, I know. And be involved in storylines. Yeah. I can't and defend that part. You can't it. do wrestling moves in a wrestling match and get hurt by wrestling moves in a wrestling match after just having said that it's fake. Yeah. So, that know, may be I, mad. I don't know what the rationale is behind yeah. that. So, I'm glad they backed off of that. Yeah. Other than that, you know, it's not the match I wanted. I haven't liked all the build-up to it, but I'm going to enjoy the match quite a bit. That segment really got me ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm easy, but man, whoever came up with that, like, yeah. aces. Like, that's, yeah. that's better than it deserved to be. That was a Blues Brothers uh, <laughs> uh, segment there. So. I feel like I just had to pay off that tease from the last episode. Yeah. But with that out of the way, with that yeah. expunged from my brain, 
I can just like fully enjoy yeah. the match. I don't think the SmackDown title needs to be in it. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with winner take all. It's not a, they haven't said unification, so I I think that's going to cause more problems than anything else. Yeah, I feel like it was a rash decision to. Someone Justi- thought justify Charlotte's yeah, position in the match. Someone thought they needed to add something else to it to justify its spot on the card. Yeah. When they didn't, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't need any titles to justify this match. They needed two women hating each other to justify this match. But they and they already had that. Yeah, exactly. I, I guess it's because of what they did at Survivor Series that that in their mind changed it for that reason. Yeah, by putting Charlotte in there, now she has to be in it. But that's their rationale. I know. That, that was my rationale for not having Charlotte in it. Because we never got to see Becky versus Ronda. I know. But, I know. Whatever. But we still can now. Yeah. That's the thing. So. Yeah. So, <sighs> I'm going to like the match. Well, so, yeah. that's all of it. Uh, who are you picking, oh, by shit. the way? <laughs> you know what's weird? I, I My brain said type in Becky will and should win. I actually wound up typing Ronda and I didn't realize it. So... Okay. I'm going to go with Ronda will win and Becky should win. Something about that when I went back and looked at it said, oh, shit, I got to change that. But then I said, I don't know, maybe not. No. Because I think even at this point, it might still be stupid to bet against Ronda. It might be. I could see her winning. I think because I think the triple threat cancels almost kind of cancels it does and the, the rivalry of charlotte yeah. and and becky will always come to a head yeah it, that's their story to tell is that even in this whole thing yeah they'll still get to each other yeah uh, so maybe that's where that comes from in my head but becky really should win this is becky's year uh and she should have had years yeah uh but this is definitely her year yeah. go ahead and do it it's making austin parallels this is as almost inevitable as austin yeah. i think so i'm yeah. picking becky because i want her to win yeah because i think she deserves to win for 10 year plus what she's been doing over the past half a year yeah. um she's one of the best and i don't think she, even though she's been champ before she hasn't gotten the accolades i think she no. deserves yeah and the build-up to this match, Ronda Rousey has been unstoppable. She's won every match she's been in, I yeah. think. I, I don't think she's lost anything. Becky hasn't won in like six months or since whenever. Like, she lost at TLC. She got tapped out at she Royal won Rumble. The, she won the Royal Rumble match, but she lost at the Royal Rumble yeah. title match. Yeah. That's still her only big win. Was the Royal Rumble yeah. itself, and that's because yeah. she had to do it. Sure. Even though that didn't end up mattering in sure. the end. But... <laughs> Becky hasn't wrestled much, and she's lost a lot of high-profile matches. Ronda's won everything. I don't. Charlotte's not going to win. That that would be such a weird curveball for her to win, but it could happen too. Yeah, Charlotte's the least likely to win. I could still see Ronda winning. Yeah, but yeah, it's hard. I, there's no way I'm rooting against Becky. I'm just not. Yeah, I just the I'm best. Just thinking, I'm thinking about past years. Yeah, they kind of do that wacky ending now. They do. They're going to send people home happy with Seth Rollins and Kofi. They might play around with this one. They might. Just if it makes sense to them, they'll do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, and if it's yeah. done right, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, me neither. But I think in my brain, the best story is clearly yeah. Becky. Yeah, both belts in her hand. Yeah, I want to see those Ultimate Warrior fireworks in the center of the ring. Yeah, It'd be the best. So, all right, let's end our show that way too. <laughs> right? Hey, you do fireworks on a podcast? I, I don't know. <laughs> right? I'll figure it out though. 
By the way, I've known wrestling is fake for a long time. A mean Gene told me on that. <laughs> right. There was an outtake on Confidential, which yeah. you gotta see. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I guess that's it. I'm looking forward to all the shows. Really, I know we we haven't we didn't complain a whole lot on this show. I mean, there were nitpicks here and there, but sure. overall, you know, talking about all these matches, I'm I'm really looking forward to the show. More so now. Yeah. 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 So I enjoyed this show. I'm sure I can't imagine anybody else listening would as well. Hopefully. <laughs> so. Hopefully. But you can listen to this show and all of our other shows. We're actually going to have a post-WrestleMania show pretty quickly, hopefully afterwards. Yeah. Because we're pretty much all cut up at this point. Yeah. So we're just going to we're gonna need the time to talk about yeah. everything we just previewed. We're going to have to talk about what happened. Yeah. So um, should be not too far away after WrestleMania. But yeah. you can find that on cnjradio.com. We're the home of the CNJ Radio Network podcasts. And yeah, go to the Facebook and the Twitter link from there, and I'll have that John Oliver thing posted up there by the time you hear this. So. Yes. All right, we'll see everybody post mania. Bye. We don't need-